Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah, yeah. Internet radio's finest. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim. WhatIsWorld.com We now return to Celebrity Apprentice. Now, Lil John, why do you think your team lost? What? You're supposed to be this great rapper. How'd you lose a rap battle with the deaf bitch? We interrupt your program for a special word from the President of America. My fellow Americans, I have uh, some shit to tell you. I know one president getting some anal from Michelle. Bitch, I got him. Saw Bin Laden out in Pakistan and shot him in the dome and told him, there you go. I got him, yo. Solve the fucking problem, Joe. Let's break out the Hennessy. Everybody smack a bitch around from here to Tennessee. Now let us see which jerka durka wants another round with me. Thought I told you, crackers, you don't want to fuck around with me. Hey, bro, recognize me. I look like the turkey selling you a slurpee. So much noise about me. Everybody judge me. No one ever loves me. They, 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 they die me. But they don't even know I work at liquor store. They says Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, that's him. I drive a cab in New York. I did 9-11. I fight for jihad. Al-Qaeda give me discount cars. Bitch, please, bitch, 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 please, please. Get off your fucking camel. Get your fucking sandals. Pay, 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 pay. We're just a pay, pay, pay. All your fucking countries from you fucking monkeys. Prince William, he living like a king. He don't do shit, he just sit and get shit for free. How the hell are you gonna let him pay his wedding with the money he took from you, motherfucker? Let him pay for it. What a bunch of pale crossbred, yeah, they all fail. One of them is dead, and the others should be all in jail. Oh, Prince Charles, live at large, put your mom in charge. Fuck you, William, and tell the queen to slob all on my knob. What? Oh, living like king, raping all the Taking all their presents so much Nice things We can have it all We take it from the poor They say We're inbred I gotta fuck me cousin Take a look at London They mad They want bread But they can eat me ice cream Bitch, please Bitch, bitch, please Take off the fucking crown And blow your fucking man, bitch Sandwich. Bro, are you William? Hey, 
Donnie Trump. Donnie Trump. I make a billion every time I take a dump. Take a dump. I don't need to win the White House. I'll just buy it. Buy it. I bought the Taliban and told Osama that he's fired. Buy it. Now I'm a smart guy. What the hell's this royal wedding? wedding. I bought the palace and I'll move in when I'm fucking ready. ready. So when you see the Prince of England stare at Boyd and say, Hey, you got some free shit, bozo. You got some free shit. You got some free shit. Free shit. It's free shit. Bitch. Your fucking boys and watch my fucking show, yeah. Tank, tank, king, king, with tank, king, king, all your fucking oil, yeah. Bitch, your doyle rules, bro. I'm from Africa. Pakistan, Ohio. I greeted him there myself with a birthday card as I haven't seen him in over 10 years. I asked him to come to my daughter's birthday party. He declined, so I shot him in the face. Myself? We can all rest assured that Michelle will be giving me a blowjob tonight. With her mouth this time. Am I really the first black man that has to convince people I killed somebody? Michelle, in this corner, he's smell? known as the Slamborghini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. You are listening to the Robin Slim Show. Always remember, during an ass rape, use the force. Fuck yeah, motherfuckers. What is this, Thursday or something? It is Thursday. That is correct. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, I don't know. This is uh, very confusing because I, usually we're not here. I forgot yesterday. I forgot to tell every motherfucker to go check out Sauce's new CD, This Prison, This Reality, go on Spotify, all that other happy horseshit, iTunes, and blah, 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 and uh, com because we played his uh, new song, Therapy, yesterday to open with. That was fucking rad. We got... A return? We do. Yeah, a, a new me. intern? Sweet. You, what did you do to Slambo? <laughs> he keeps well, coming back. Yeah, <laughs> he's back from the dead yesterday. You gotta stop this shit. Um, today, earlier today, I tied him up on a railroad track. Nice. So I don't think he'll escape this one. Um, I figure old timey, old timey yeah. tricks should do it. Did you have like a curly mustache? Because I love mm-hmm. those. I love yeah. those. On a, yeah. A nice train track murder. It only comes out when I'm doing evil old timey things uh, though. So that's. What, it has uh, a mind of its own. Oh, so you don't glue it on? It just. I was thinking. No, yeah, yeah, you no, stick it comes on. out. No, it's like a, it's like a superhero aspect. Nice. Oh, that's rad. That's cool. Fucking Ryan Quinn messaged me. He wanted to hear that Arvin interview. He can't wait to hear that. And he wanted to hear, uh, yeah, he wants to hear Pete's replacement. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully he's watching live tonight. I don't know. I I didn't tell him I should tell him we're on right now, but he can see. He fucking, just look us up, bro. Just look us up. Oh, my God. Neon Joe. You you haven't seen it at all, right? No, I I haven't even seen the first. Have you seen this show? Mm -mm. No, no, no. It's, uh, what's his name? John Glazer? The comedian? So. Yeah, yeah. I, I always confuse it between John and Joe, but it's it, like he went on. The whole thing is just the, the best to me because he went on, I think it was Fallon, dressed in this ridiculous neon green outfit once just in an interview. And, and Fallon was like, what what are you wearing, dude? And he's like, yeah, this is from my new show, Neon Joe, Werewolf Hunter. But it wasn't even a show. But Adult Swim saw that interview and wanted to make it a show so bad. <laughs> they so, would. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's great. And so the first episode, do you, do you remember that uh, 
the trailer we watched, the commercial where he's got the cardboard cutout. Yes. Of his, of yeah. his, it's his like wife, and uh, supposedly like the story is he abandoned her while she was getting attacked by a werewolf, but uh, but they had a deal, so if anyone was like dying, the other one would just run. So he <laughs> he held up his end of the deal and ran away. Uh, so yeah, I, at one point he goes to like Kinko's or whatever and like has a picture of her and said, "Make make me uh, a life size one of these and use use the paper closest to skin." So he gets home and he's just stabbing the fucking pussy out with a fucking knife and he's fucking it. And then he wakes up in the morning and his buddy comes over and he's like trying to put his pants on because he's still naked from the waist down. And then he's got blood all over his hand and like about 20 times he's like, I got paper cuts on my dick. And it is the funniest fucking thing. Sounds hilarious. And then uh, then he goes to jail because stupid Plaid Jeff like supposedly died. But this is a lot of spoilers. So if anybody fucking hasn't seen it go fuck yourself um yeah then he goes to jail for like uh the killing uh plaid jeff but uh and it was like i don't know if if these guys were put up to it or what there's like a group of white supremacists that want to kill him but uh they can't because he's white like them so uh then they're trying to get him to convert to judaism and he won't so they convert to judaism <laughs> They changed their swastikas to, to Stars of David, but you can still see the swastika like, in them. They end up being called like the Matzo Ball Gang or something. I don't know. And then, uh, so then he breaks out of jail. Uh, and then, this is the third episode. He breaks out of jail. What did he do? He like he got out and he's trying to find. Oh, because the ghost of the werewolf that killed his wife is going to help him break out of prison. <laughs> So, but his deal is like, you help me get out of prison, I'll get you your heart. That's the only way you could pass over to the to the afterlife and really enjoy enjoy your death. So, like, that's the deal he makes with him. And then he's got to like hitchhike from breaking out of jail to like wherever the fuck he's going, and he's just offering everybody a hand job. Nobody wants hand jobs. The one guy that picks him up is just like a horse fucker, like because that's what it is. The guy, the guy that like broke him out. Or the, he didn't break him out, but there was like I, there was a scene where he was like in jail, and they had this dude like playing playing guitar, or whatever. And he needed a bass player, so uh, Neon Joe played played bass for him. And then he's like, and he did so good. He's like, if you ever need a favor, I got you. So when he breaks out of jail, this guy's just there. This guy's just there, and he's like, I told you, I'd do anything for you. And so Joe, Neon Joe, he's trying to give him a hand job, and he he doesn't want. He gives him the sweet like cowboy. The sweet cowboy uh, outfit, and it's neon. It's neon green. And so then, yeah, the, the horse fucker, I guess, thinks he's a real cowboy and wants wants him to help him like get horses to fuck and <laughs> tell him how to fuck a horse and shit. Teach me your horse fucking ways. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Show's so great. <laughs> Is this our season finale? Uh, this is bonus finale. I don't even know what the fuck. Bonus? Going on. Yeah, I don't know. This is uh, season finale uh, one point two. With oh. Carlos Danger in the morning. With Carlos Danger <laughs> in the morning. Carlos Danger is the best. What is this written? Oh, yeah, and that's another thing. Once he gets to, like... Once Neon Joe gets to this... I don't know what the fuck mansion he's going to. It's like, I think the guy that owns the prison, he's trying to get to the bottom of things, and it ends up being his ex-wife, but she wasn't She wasn't murdered by... Because he's like, why do, why do you care so much about my ex-wife? And he's like, I am your ex-wife. I guess <laughs> I guess he was... The, the werewolf didn't kill him. But the government, like... I forget, it was, like, too expensive to fix her, so they just gave, like, sex changed her or something. Like, it's like that a guy. makes sense. And yeah, it makes total sense. And then he and then, and then then he goes, yeah, but I still got a, a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot, so I'm sure they're going to end up fucking. 
Oh, okay. Sure. I was going to ask if the season was over because you said they play them it, every day, right? Yeah, it's every night. I think it's only like five episodes. I think it just goes for a week. I think that's what they did. Like, I couldn't remember what they did last year with it, but I, I think it's like a sh- like one week. Yeah, I'll one say. week. To sit down and binge watch both of them. Yeah, amazing. It's so good, and, and I just can't. And the noise he makes. I I was doing it all night. Like after I saw it, and I can't remember. Let me look up the stupid noise he makes. It's because he's like It's like this horrible Cajun accent. <laughs> well, I gotta see. Now I gotta hear. He makes this great fucking noise. Uh what else? What else? Who we got tonight? We got Trisha Martin, horror illustrator. Uh, Pat, Matt Meller from mm-hmm. Pet and Meller. Preston Gunderson, uh, Sweetly Sensual Sarah. That's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's that? Um, Jacob Cantu will be okay. back, and hopefully Santa and Mrs. Claus. And, uh, <laughs> let me, I, this, I need the phonetics. Do I got to make a phone call? I, I, is that what you do, or do you just do like the, the, the bat signal type thing with your dick? Right, usually. Uh, and Peter uh, Romo Leotis. He's a uh, he's a publicist and he's got a podcast. He's a cool guy. Um, cool. Legendary Crash. Blah 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 blah. blah. Well, yeah, Neon Joe. I need to hear that noise he makes. Noise, maybe. Just Google that. What is it? Just when he talks, he makes his. He noise, just says or? this thing, and they like. It's like a catchphrase or something. <laughs> kind of. It's just this really <laughs> awful, and it's not a word. It's not a fucking word. Like. <laughs> Uh, maybe just Neon Joe speaking. Let's see what that brings up. Like, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it wrong. Uh, news, image, videos. Let me go to videos. I kind of want to <clears> hear <throat> you do it and then hear like, I don't him know, do Like, it. I'm trying to even think of what the fuck it is. Like, let's just see if I can find a clip. If I can find a clip, I'm sure it'll be in there. Hmm. Uh, Neon Joe... Uh, yeah, this looks, yeah, this is, my name is Neon Joe. I think it's like, huh, or something, but this is like, it's the way he does it, it's a Cajun accent, like. Mm. Like I said, I was doing it all night last night. <laughs> Let's see if this, oh, of course there's an ad on, on a 30 second Neon Joe clip. Jesus, fuck. Let's see, let me mute it, so. If anything happens. Uh, we got, is, where the fuck is, uh, a Slambo? Because I got too many rapes that he fucked up the week before. Yeah, and I didn't have him record it because I kind of just figured assumed that. that today was going to be I, like shitty weather. And it was fucking pouring, so. so I figured he wouldn't even be here. Like, I figured he wouldn't even have work. But yeah. then he said he had to go in at 12 or something. I don't know. And he didn't reply to my text, so Sheriff, I don't know. You saw the body? Look, when we have more information, we'll let you all know. In the meantime, the mayor's right. We all just need to remain calm. Stop baloney! If it was a werewolf, you need to stop screwing with us and let us know. Do I have to close my bar? What about my market? Yeah. It's good acting. <laughs> there he is. Fucking, I love that. I love the outfit. this morning but y'all know how i earn a living no we don't <laughs> all right i was on the assumption y'all would have been brief about who i am no matter 
My name is Neon Joe. Werewolf hunter. And I'm here. Yeah, that's it. That he, yeah. But he does that as a noise, like every time he talks, every time he says a line, it'll be at the end. It'll be like, yeah, or whatever the <laughs> fuck he does. Have to get it down. Have to get that down. Is there a song called Yeah Yeah? I think it's called. There it was. You heard it that time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, this is just him saying, and it's they spell it H E Y U M P. Yo. He's texting somebody. He texted. Oh, this goes on for like two more minutes, and we're gonna listen to all of it. Yes. Pop that right on up here. Joe's language here. Oh, hell. <laughs> He's sucking a toe. Calm down now, you hill. Hill. Look at this right hill. Oh, hell. What hell we hill? Hill. spasms of hill. Previously on Neon Joe, Werewolf Hill. So I'm saying he throws it in all the time. It's best. You crazy at one of them hemp hemp clocks. Hemp hemp clock. Got a little birdie inside, pop out the door. What a hell? Yell. Hell. Come again, hell. Hell. Get on up in here. Yeah, get on up in here. Hell. I'll be a son of a hell. That's my favorite. Oh, hell. See you on the other hill. Hell. The California hill, you buy the hill, my hill, the new best friends forever. This hill right here, gonna go right here. Mother of hell. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the first season, there was like some vampire, like dressed as a like disguised as a really like sexy broad. Oh, okay. Well. Heel. That's a question to be answered. Another heel. <laughs> just replaces words. It's just amazing. Replaces everything. That was great. That was an awesome cool. clip. Heel. Yeah. Heel. H E Y U M P. I like the yump yump clock. <laughs>
the clock, a little birdie comes out and goes, hum, hum, hum. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I wrote it down tonight because I can't forget it tonight. That, that spare bottom spanking needs to go down. I don't yes. care what anybody says. People rely on me forgetting things, and that can't happen anymore. So I wrote it on every page. That's like every guest prep. That's all I got for guest prep tonight is just bare bottom spanking. Every, every I'm pretty page. sure that's the most important thing. That's right? what you really that's need. That's all you need to write. Right. Fuck. What happened? What happened? To, oh, yeah, we'll do news later. I don't know what happened to Ari- Ariana Grande. She she went like Nathan Explosion. Like, was it some death clock shit? I, I think she went like 1984 Guns N' Roses. Like, fucking people died in the crowd and shit. So it seems crazy. I saw a really dark meme that somebody posted. What, the body sits on the floor? No, I saw one I that, saw that, that said, one. like, th- th- thousands of people went to, a, died, uh, to see, to see uh, Ariana Grande, whatever the fuck her name is. And a few lucky ones got to meet Chris Cornell. Cornell yeah! <laughs> yeah! I wonder how much extra that ticket cost. It's the VIP experience. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we didn't talk about the Chris Cornell. No, that's really fucking... That was really fucking... That was a bummer. Yeah. What did he do? He hung himself? believe so and uh like they, they never said why though i mean just i guess depression like i was always depressed but well what i was reading er- uh yesterday too is that he did a con i didn't even know that he yeah! did a concert that night and apparently they were saying like he was just fucked up like drunk high just whatever and then well, i guess after did he that- always do that or like was that rare for him like yeah i don't know up? i don't That's know question i don't know and mm-hmm. I, my buddy chris at work's been watching a lot of interviews with him and just says there's so many funny things of him just talking shit about uh was the audio slave saying how much assholes they were? And but Chris is like, yeah. What did you expect? <laughs> just rage against the machine. Like I guess even like the whole time he worked with them, he just couldn't stand them. And then uh, and then there was I forget what band too. I, I shit. I, I could message him on on Facebook and ask him what uh. There was one band that he kept doing covers of that like he like they were great. He loved the songs, but they like they didn't want him to do any covers. <laughs> he just kept doing kept doing covers off the have to message him and, and find that out because I, I do want to look look that, that up. That motherfucker was amazing. Mm. Oh, and he was thinking too, maybe maybe he just couldn't get another hit. Like, you know, he was... Yeah, maybe, I don't know, That could have been part of, I don't know, though. He's, He's been around forever. Like. Uh, that was freaking crazy. I was telling Slambo, could you... I mean, as sad as it is, it'd be kind of cool to be like, I was in his last cut like i saw him the oh yeah he killed himself that like, great. That that's be... one thing I, I hate that i never got to see uh kurt cobain like i i fucking like and, and i was in high school i should have i should have seen nirvana but i just never got a chance to it like, well it's not sucks. like you think like oh well i might not be able to see them tomorrow yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so but i used to go i used to go to concerts like all the fucking time and i just never never got to see them what uh i don't know who else is left from then like Billy Corgan, but he hasn't done shit. He made a CD, like, he made an album early 2000s. I think it just sucked. I think I had, like, one awesome song and everything else sucked. As far as, like, the 90s grunger, you yeah, got who's Eddie, left? Be- Eddie Vedder? Uh, like- yeah, I know, but I never liked him back in the day. I, lo- I love him now, but when it was new, I never liked him. He was sort of like a poser to me, he seemed. He wasn't as good as the others. Right. I love Corgan. Um, who was I just thinking of? Perry Fennell? Perry Farrell, he was fucking awesome. What was that? What was his fucking band? Uh, Porno for Pyros, that's fucking good shit. But yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Who else? Maybe Cotton Eye Joe. Who sang that? I know. Come man. on, Slam. I don't know. I gonna do a music show music. in the summer. Who sang I'm Cotton Eye Joe? I should do a music show because I know shit about music. That'd be Rednecks. 
Who else is left in the 90s? Who's saying, uh, I will walk 100 miles. And I will walk 100 more. Just to be the man. Hemp. Hemp. Hemp, hemp. <laughs> I will walk... 500 miles. Who was that? Let's. I have no clue. The Proclaimers. The Proclaimers. We got to do 90s karaoke with you for our real season finale. Ooh. Which is probably sometime like mid, mid October. Mm. What? Uh, who else? What's a good 90s? It was. Uh, I touched myself. The the. Who sang that? Uh. The vinyls. Yeah, the divinyls. Song was great, and probably that bald bitch who fucking burned the Pope picture, Sinead O'Connor. She's probably still around. <laughs> What was uh who's a, the cranberries were great. I don't know what the fuck happened to them. I don't know. We gotta we gotta get these bands together. We gotta bring them back. Right, we should. Robin Slim style, we gotta do like a concert, like a live venue. <laughs> gotta get that shit going. We'll start writing letters now. Yeah. <laughs> apology letters. Good, that'd be more than Slambo's ever done. Do that. <laughs> Slambo don't apologize for nothing. What uh yeah, let me see Chris. Let me message him. You, uh, you did the Windows 10 update? Oh, yeah. That took uh, about <laughs> fucking three years. <laughs> I was like behind. I got here. I, I, was, like, I should have took the stupid thing home last night and did it, but I just fuck, fuck it. Why? Uh, but uh, yeah, it took, took like two hours, I think, to do that fucking update. I've always wanted to just like shut it, like manual, shut it off like during one, but it always says don't. So like, what right. the fuck would happen if you did that? If anybody's ever done that, call us and let us know. 609 891-8896. I wonder what happens in the middle of a fucking Windows update if you just power it down. I mean, it's got to be okay, though, right? Well, what if the power goes out on, like, a, a fucking desktop or something? Yeah, that's There's right. a large <laughs> chance that it corrupts a bunch of the, like, actual Windows um, software files. Yeah. To where it can't, like, revert to its old state, but it can't finish what it was doing. Like, stuck. So you get it basically stuck in fucking, like computer purgatory well it does not work then like you gotta yeah, do uh, what's that yeah no you System basically re- like brick it um if you can re- because again you could damage the actual windows software files so you'd have to like yeah. reinstall a copy That's of windows on the what I was pc thinking. yeah like uninstall reinstall it or something yeah but you'd have to have like a the key or a code or a cd yeah they don't even make those old anymore. school yup Gotta get like win- I do. I have old Windows. That's what we should do on your computer. That could be like a gag for the show. We like put Windows ninety nine. What was it? Windows two thousand on there or something. Yeah. I got all those. All right. I got all those somewhere in a shoebox. Shoebox, buddy. And fucking floppy disks too. I got, I got AOL floppy disks. That, that's what we do. I got I got, I got an external disk. floppy drive, and we're gonna install every every uh, AOL ever on your right. on your computer. <laughs> It can't hurt. I think it's about break time. Mm. I'll play the Fat Lulz commercial and then we'll go to break. All right. Go to break with that. Where is me sound effects? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lulz Radio has got you covered. Your nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get your fill of uncensored talk radio with the Robin Slim Show. Hear funny and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Delve into the dark side of the internet with What the Fuck with Dan and Jess. Listen to the best unsigned musical acts on Rust Belt Pirate Radio. Get a higher perspective on film with Doobies and Movies. And if you're looking to get involved, air your grievances with all things nerdy with the League of Infuriated Nerds. All of these excellent shows and more await you at Fat Lulz Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, and more. Fat Lulz Radio, stuffed full of entertainment.
You're listening to the Rob and fucking Slim show, faggots. It was Prince. He covered, Chris Cornell covered a lot of Prince songs. Oh, Prince okay. hates when people cover him. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh, I wow. have to look up a Chris Cornell Prince, Prince cover. Oh, that's amazing. Fucking, uh, what else? We could hear any Legendary Crash. He had that Frosted Flakes song. That did right. not play last night. Is there a fuck? video to no, it? No, this is just, just uh, he doesn't, he can't put out all those good videos, bro. That one video too, he just half-assed it. It was just a still picture of his stupid ass. Yeah, he used to do actual like music videos. Yeah. Like, I remember, and he would do like doubles of himself. Oh my God, the music <laughs> videos were great. Yeah. It's like done on like what? A calculator. I don't even know <laughs> how you get those special <laughs> effects to happen. He's slacking. We got to write him a letter too. Yeah. Letter of recommendation. Let's see. Let me check his uh, SoundCloud first, because there might be a better song. But this one, Frosted Flakes, Frosted is pretty Flakes. good. Pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Legendary Crash, L-E-G-E-N-D. It should automatically pop up. I don't know why it's being so fucking slow. Come on. What the fuck? It's probably my computer from that fucking uh, stupid update, too. It's been slow as fuck. He was right. It's completely frozen. Yeah, you need uh, this update. Here we go. You need this update, everybody. Yeah. And you said, just like he was saying, too, it like changed your default media player yeah. and just all kinds of shit. Yup. It's, it's like, why, why even bother? I don't mm. see anything different, either. I don't see anything better. Nothing. Who liked this? The Bro Rons cast. They just loved one. Uh, Craig Loigren. What was that, 113? Ray from the Naked Porch. There was Ron and Cheese. We played it over Ron and Cheese. Uh, James Creviston and Eric Grady. Awesome. Yeah, that was a show. great show, yeah. Yeah. Craig's fucking amazing. But it was his phone. This is when his phone kept fucking up. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember that. Craig is great, though. Um, If I was glue, there's Bruno Mars. That's what I like remakes. Did we? I think I, I think I heard that one, and it wasn't that great. You're a Stalker. There's a Justin Bieber Company remix. Taylor Swift, Wildest Dreams remix. That might be... Ooh. Oh, no, I think I think we heard that. Yeah, because that's when he was... It was right around when he was on our show. I could always play the, the classic Rap God remix. That yeah. was good. You got to do our version, too. Our, our, yeah. our uh, legendary Crash song was fucking great. I start with that. Oh, I got to look us up. Still listening to Necrophiles. Necrophilia on the Murder Dictionary podcast. I definitely got to hear that fucking whole episode. I love what was it? The different, different types different of types necrophiliacs. Of necrophiliacs yeah. We were checking out before the show. It's crazy. Yeah. We learned a lot of new fun facts. Ones that like oh, to just yeah. do it on dead bodies. <laughs> ones some that want a piece just like of the dead body. Piece of them and jerk off on the body, but some yes. just want to jerk off on the body. <laughs> <laughs> some just want it in the room. Let's yeah, see. like it's watching. Up in a chair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like a small tea party situation. <laughs> like, I can imagine that's like Carlos' dangerous next step. Like, that's his next yeah. thing. No, he's he's over the 34, though, remember? That was the oh, average age. Oh, that that's the right. Age. The age group. Yeah, Slim's going to be there soon. Yeah. Aren't you calm. excited? Yeah, I am. I can't wait till his, like, court cases and shit. <laughs> Fucking Ocean County Observer articles and... We'll be there Barnegat testifying patch. against him. Yeah, like, I'll be like, no, I yeah, knew. It was definitely I knew this was coming. <laughs> Nobody listened to me. Nobody fucking listened to me. He would say it all the time. People thought he was joking, but I knew he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a joke. <laughs> Fuck, man. It was It was being better, and then it just started being 
a real slow piece of shit. Do you shit want me there. to try to bring it up? I got it. It right. just loads like a minute late every time. Oh, what was that? It was sure. around our, uh, yeah, it was like our season finale. from. Last it was, year. yeah. We had uh, him, Joey, um, Joey Taylor was in, and yeah, we had Legendary Crash. That was, a, that was a great episode, <clears throat> too, because we had the socialist on, which was fucking amazing. Yeah. I thought Pete wasn't going to like, uh, what was his name last night? Arvin. But Pete loved him, right? I don't know. He the guy was too, to, too uh, nice to be mean to. Yeah. But he was still dumb. <laughs> he made no sense. No. He just kept talking around himself. It wasn't that hard to like. I, I, love, I was thinking today, I was just in my driveway smoking and laughing at the uh, the unprofessional teachers or whatever it was. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the amateur <laughs> teachers. Yeah, oh, we need amateur like, like, teachers. Like, I was like, yeah. I could go teach some kids. I, I, I like my teacher <laughs> that, I like my teacher, like, real dumb, like, just got out of jail. <laughs> A lot of scars. <laughs> Here we go. Legend crash hole that was our oh, that was our version i even amazing. said i was like i got your new song let's play it like during the interview
I guess I'll play. I guess I'll play his, uh, what was it? Frosted, Frosted Flakes. Flakes. Right. It's got to be good, right? There's also. Probably not better than Arts. But well, no. It's was, it probably his. not good, though. It's great. Yes. Oh, Ooh. Frosted. Frosted. Like a little Britney Spears. Oh, Frosted. Frosted. <laughs> oh, Frosted Flakes. Why didn't you let me know? Never on the fucking the, the box milk is empty. Oh, frosted flakes, I shouldn't have shared you some. <laughs> and now the box is drying. Oh, I'll show you with this. I love frosted, and I need some milk now in my mouth. The frosted flakes is finishing. I must confess, there is no meal since the day. Right now with frosted, it blows my mind. Give me a cup. Frosted, it blows my mind. Let's ask for this one more time. Oh, frosted, frosted, the reason I want to live. Your sweetness got me blinded. Oh, empty boss meat, there's nothing that I wouldn't do. But now the cars are empty. No milk, all the stores will manage. No I milk or is it no frosting? And I need some milk now in my bowl. The frosted flakes is finishing and I, I must confess, there is no milk. <laughs> when I'm with frosting, it grows my mind. Give me a cow. Melt those boobies one more time. You oh, say melt those boobies one more time? Yeah. I want to say yeah. Oh, frosted, frosted, frosted flakes, yeah. Oh, frosted flakes, why didn't you let me know? Alright, as long as you don't have more followers than I Oh, Frosted Flakes, <laughs> you shouldn't have finished now. I must confess, that Oh, Frosted Flakes is killing me now. Give me don't lines? you know that I want it? And it will be here, and give me a smile. Sure, that's what he said. Milk those boobies. So where's? 
the fuck? Where's he getting tits? Where's he getting lactating tits? <laughs> he's he's a lot to explain. There's just a lot that doesn't make sense. You and... can't fit all of that into one song. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you can fit more than one line though. No it's the same line over and over. Months, oh yeah, no interest. No interest, no problem. Come down to Lamborghinis. I'm super distracted right now because I keep looking down. In front of me, there's a piece of paper that just says, do your dick noise. <laughs> yeah, flop, 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 flop. Zip. Was the zip come before? I think he put it after, but that yeah. doesn't make sense. Well, he had it out already. He was ready. He yeah. It. And then he had to zip it back up. I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I'll put it away now. This is Chris Grinnell doing nothing compares to you, my friends. I gotta find me some drizzle news, too. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away. Did they have me at the Grande concert? For Drizzle News. I go out all night and sleep all day. Since you took your love away. Oh, I want to do the, I want to do the game hunter. I want to do a big game hunter. Oh yeah, that one was great. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, get that one ready. Do you want to also do? Ariana I'm Grande. thinking. I'm going through. Alright. There might be another one. The monkey. Monkey, monkey on diet after forging on junk. Yeah, I don't think that's drizzling. That's where I don't I love that fucking Donald Trump dance. That was great. That was awesome. Yeah. Nothing can take away these blues. Uh, Maybe the American Airlines flight. It's right above Wiener. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so lonely. And there was what was this? Oh, there's another uh You can watch that real quick too. Uh it's uh what's that asshole? That a box of shit. Uh have a mind or whatever? Oh, yeah. Love yeah, so it was right that. around the bottom, like, the, the, right around the American Airlines. It's, like, right there. Yeah. Oh, this he's, is He's it. unboxing uh, Avatar. Oh, like, ooh, this is exciting. It's not like a 10-year-old This guy is movie. a uh, professional unboxer Unboxer. on uh, YouTube. It's very good. That's like living the dream. Yeah, yeah, but he opens, like, that was one he was opening, like, Cheetos. Exactly. Exactly. Living the fucking dream. All right. <laughs> He, got, he had a Subway sandwich one time. <laughs> yeah, Subway sandwich. He didn't know what was like, on it. Like, I, I wish people cared about what I had to open. <laughs> <laughs> he's got 23 views. He's doing good. Ooh, he's doing great. Let's, uh, I always gotta it's give a Blu-ray, him, too. I always got to add the dislike. Oh. Just, just, uh, well, he's got a nice wristwatch and chubby wrists. All right. Nothing better on a fucking chubby wrist than a nice uh, Casio. Make sure the people at home can see this. There we go. They better. Today, Everyone we're going to unbox... Avatar. Ooh. It's got three discs, and it's the Blu-ray edition. Ooh. Here's a close-up of it. <laughs> He's a far away of it. Here's some information. <laughs> I've never even seen this movie entirely. Yeah, I mean, I neither have I, really actually. It's really lame. Cool. It wasn't it like 12 hours? Like, yeah, yeah, something like that. 
Yeah. I don't got that kind of time. Nah. Here's the backside. You just showing us the reflection. Oh, show me your backside, bro. Reflecting. There's some more information what it looks like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that he's just twirling it in his head. Ooh. Yeah, that's what he's going to do next. Here's it far away, twirling around There's a barcode. Oh, the barcode. Oh, there's a barcode. So no fucking way. Well, that's how you know it's real. Okay. He could be faking us. Yeah. Right. Story, I don't know if I should. Oh, well, fucking read <laughs> the story, <laughs> Just read it to yeah. us. I know. I can't even see it. It's too blurry. Pause the video for the story. And Ex- oh, we can pause, pause it. Oh. Essential. Slide this out. We got to do extra work. Ooh, yeah. Oh, he's got to slide it. Look at that. Look, Look at that, that slide. Sheath. Look at that clean <laughs> slide. Ooh. Fucking sexy. Ooh, empty. Nothing inside. Nothing inside. Fucking magician now. Let's see his watch. See that sweet wristwatch. Wristwatch. Look at that motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. There's the the blue thing. Okay. Here. Here is it. I bet. Is everyone excited to see a disc? Goliath. I can't fucking. He said there's three in there. What? Yeah. Three. Yeah. Not just one. I only Not just two. But three. Wow. There's some kind of dragon. And. Is this like, is this the first thing you've ever seen in this movie? Rat. Like, <laughs> First we unboxed. No. Now it's time to unwrap. What? Ooh. Double un- whatever? Un- unboxing, unwrapping video. We get extra. <laughs> should get extra vid- uh, views for this. Most people. Should put that in the there. title. Yeah. Most people have a pair of scissors <laughs> or a fucking like <laughs> box cutter. They could like just yeah. slice that over with. takes his teeth and tears it. Yeah. Big old like the sound of the plastic. Knife. Big old sword knife. What? What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Blowing me. my mind. Listen, this kid. Uh, oh, ooh, he pointed Wait, at us. Oh. No, what? I got you. <laughs> and then, let's see. Does this? I don't know. Is he doesn't it even know how a DVD side? case works. What kind of professional is this? I think it does. <laughs> you promised me a professional, Slim. <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> Oh, he's got it. I think he's got it. He's jiggling it. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jiggle it. Yeah, all right. Fuck yeah. He figured it out. That's how you do it, cocksucker. Suspense building. That's how you do it. We have what looks like a book. Do you still have the happening? Can we make an unboxing of the happening? (laughs) Oh, I do. I've never opened it. Unwrapping? An unwrapping. We could do an unwrapping. For the season finale. Yeah. I might have thrown it out. Fuck. Here's the booklets I was talking about. Booklets. You can't steal it. Whoa. Oh, you're not going to give us a close-up of each of the booklets? Here is... <laughs> the fuck oh, is this? Inside. <laughs> How long is this? <laughs> five oh. minutes. We got yes. two oh, minutes God. left. We can do it. Going on to the next I'm page. mad there's not more. Right? <laughs> there's a lot of information I feel I'm, like we're missing okay. out on here. Also, mad there's not like a ball doll of one of these things in there. Like... <laughs> A fuckable one of these. He didn't the... get the like extreme deluxe Blu-ray edition. Uh, That's what the, that comes with, with, the, with the Avatar sex doll. The Avatar butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Avatar set. The whole Pause collection. And read. Pause and read. I'm not Why doesn't he Pause like? He should have himself up. He should have did himself up like one of these things. He's never shown his face either. We need to see his face. Discs out. I'm sure it's real easy on the eyes. The oh yeah, pull it out. out like that. Show me the back of the disc. Like take it out. I want to know that it's a Blu-ray. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Look at that. That's crisp. That's a like fresh that? ass disc. Yeah, that's this That's one. virgin. Oh, you just, just like show me him. The back. Is he gonna oh, no. fuck the disc hole? Well, he's got to show us all three. There's a lot of discs oh, okay. to go yeah. through here. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> this is virgin, just like me. Like that. 
Oh, oh this too. I can oh. see that. Oh, he oh, should. Oh. It looks like a DVD. I think he's cheating. Back in there. I think he's lying. He, he got yeah. the sticker off of another box. I told you he was lying. To yeah. Us. That's why he showed so the barcode. <laughs> he didn't think we'd catch on. We could look the barcode up too. We could. We could yeah, we'll we find out. This is the Blu-ray edition. If you didn't get the Blu-ray liar. edition, liar, <laughs> liar, whore. We're on to you. <laughs> You're ruined. <laughs> Your and YouTube career is ruined. Is the... So's are are too Insurance many rapes. Slambo ruined that. What a piece of shit. Pause and read. <laughs> okay. What is this? Why is there pop ups? Tells you what everything is. What's the H in the middle? What that's subscribe them. Yeah. That's the half of mine. So. You put this shit too early. Like you're still showing us shit. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to please. That was a subway sandwich to, uh, right there. I if you, you want that, you can watch time. that. Man, I'm so pumped. There was one he made a cup of uh, easy mac and cheese and like smeared it on a croissant. That was another. I'm going to write him and see if I could be his intern. So... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thanks I'm for the start, shit. boys. But uh... <laughs> I'm going on break. Yeah. Come back with some drizzle news and another fucking failure of a fucking disappointment. Of a uh, Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I texted him like, "Are you gonna be here?" And nothing. Yeah. It's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday. Hey, this is Jamie, and this is Bill, and we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real? We do, and we talk about it every Thursday. You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more. That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at HighVoltageRadio.com. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. I just avoided homeless man shit, so that means it's time to listen to the Robin, Robin Slim show. That was terrible. We are Let's back. Do a drizzle news first, or yeah. Yeah, we could do some drizzle news. Do that. Play the Drizzle Bees commercial first too. Which one first? You want the big game or the uh, the airlines? I guess the what's the other one? Oh yeah, uh, I guess the Game Hunter. Okay. Where's uh here's the Drizzle Bees commercial? Drizzle news. It's brought to you by Drizzle Bees. In one convenient, convenient location in Florida. All right. Are you worried there's not enough sauce, gravy, topping, dip, or syrup on your food? Then why not swing over to Drizzlebees today and let our patented drizzologists give you their professed drizzle opinion. Drizzlicious. Drizzlebees. We're located outside of every Applebee's in the Florida Panhandle. Bring out your food from there to us, and we'll drench it to our liking with... Chocolate syrup, gravy, mayo, mustard, maple syrup, caramel, marmalade, molasses, ketchup, A1 sauce, and now at selected locations, strawberry syrup, drizzle bunga. Drizzle bunga. your birthday and drizzle your own dinner, but beware, you may overload your taste sensory organs. Drizzlebees is not affiliated with Applebee's. All products contain fiber, which is good for your colon. Yeah, bitches. Go there. I got the Drizzle News. Professional big game hunter dies after elephant falls on him in Zimbabwe. Professional game hunter was reportedly crushed by an elephant 
while hunting in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. According to Network 24, the hunter was identified as 51-year-old Ferris Bowler of South Africa. Network 24 was told by a source that a group of hunters included both a fired on three charging elephant cows on Friday. Are they elephants or they cows, motherfucker? <laughs> a fourth cow was said to have lifted brother with a trunk. Cowabunga. And when the elephant was fatally shot by another hunter, it collapsed on Botha. Botha was a pioneer of Montiera hunting, in which packs of dogs are deployed to chase deer and board towards hunters. That's cheating, motherfucker. Network 24 reported that he recruited wealthy Americans to participate in his hunts. America for the win. USA. USA. Mr. Boda was a highly regarded houndsman and frequently led leopard and lion hunting safaris with packs of dogs. The Telegraph reported. You gonna go on one of those safaris, Driz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go on those safaris and no elephant cow is gonna fall on me. I hope you're like attacked by the dogs. I hope the dogs like just fucking maul you to death, Driz. Yo, 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 dogs are afraid of me, motherfucker. <laughs> you're, you're my dog, Driz. <laughs> you're my dog, dog. We drizzle our, our intern Slamborghini when he shows up. Oh, I'm gonna drizzle all over the Slamborghini. <laughs> I'm gonna drizzle bunga him, yeah. Motherfucker. We play the other, the other Drizzle Bees commercial. Before the next Drizzle News. Right. Hey kids, do you like toys, mascots, and syrup? Then bug your parents to bring you down to Drizzlebees today and meet the Driz. Yo, yo, yo. I'm the motherfucking Driz, bitches. Come down to Drizzlebees and I'll squirt some chocolate syrup in your motherfucking mouth, bitches. <laughs> and play with the shitty doctor office toys. We that wooden thing with the metal tracks that you push the wood with the holes through. But this is my nizzle. And now try yeah. Drizzlebees Delivers. For fat ass shut ins. The Driz is not affiliated with Drizzlebees. Drizzlebee sauces will cause anal leakage. Sweet. <laughs> Alright, what's the next one? I don't know. Here we are. Man arrested after attempting to breach cockpit during flight to Honolulu. Police say the suspect had been drinking. FBI escorted him off the plane in handcuffs. A man was arrested on Friday morning in an airport in Honolulu after a disturbance occurred during an American Airlines flight bound for Hawaii. A spokesperson for the airline confirmed to HuffPost that the crew members on American Airlines Flight 31, which departed from Los Angeles, requested law enforcement to meet the aircraft at the Daniel K. Ayula International Airport due to a disturbance. Disturb a bunga. I'll give you a disturbance. Los Angeles Airport Police identified the man as 25-year-old Anal Oxanal. Anal Oxanal. According to Hawaii news station KHON2. Before the flight to Hawaii, Uscanal was arrested about 2.45 a.m. Pacific time for a misdemeanor of trespassing at the Los Angeles International Airport for going through a restricted door that led to airport division and said a statement. Police said he'd been drinking a bit but did not meet the criteria for a drunken public violation. Just drinking a bit. Beer for the win. Yeah. 
In response to the crew members' disturbance reports, U.S. Pacific Command deployed two F-22 Raptors. Raptors, are, are those dinosaurs? Yeah, they are dinosaurs, but they're not as cool as the T-Rex. How do you, why National Guard, get uh, dinosaurs, motherfucker? Time machine. Time travel for the win. <laughs> Said Dave Benham, Pacific Command. To Huffington Post. <laughs> Local law enforcement apprehended a loose canal. Once the fight and landed in Hawaii at 11.35 a.m. local time. The FBI is investigating the incident. According to Honolulu Police Department, the FBI did not immediately respond to the HuffPost for a request for comments. Because the FBI doesn't know how to deal with raptors. We need raptors on the show. <laughs> we do need raptors. We need like slamber to fight a pack of raptors. <laughs> Weren't we supposed to get a turkey vulture for him? Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty close. I wanted to grab the turkey vulture on him too at one point. He never he never wanted to let us do that to him. Like through his stomach, I wanted to. I was a bio yeah. pre-med major. I could do that. Sweet. So. Could you like, uh, like clone? Like mix some fucking DNA and shit and make one try. of those like I'll naturally? Collect, I'll collect a few of his hairs. There's got to be hairs all over the place. <laughs> exactly. I'll just... <laughs> Go to his bed. <laughs> Slim, go collect hairs off his fucking bed. There's <laughs> got to be pubes everywhere. <laughs> he don't groom him. Go get the soap. He's like that dude that they get so long he doesn't shower every day, so they just they just get all over the fucking. So he just soap. leaves pubes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Do we have the the song? The song. Uh, we doing the. I guess uh, it should be the first thing in there. Okay. Um, what a piece of garbage. No, it's not. There were some stories. Some sweet news stories. It's Robocop. You see that stupid thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then there's a Joker <laughs> the lookalike. Uh, busted for pointing guns at cars. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a tattoo uh, model. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, that's that's real? I thought he like just, just got a, a fucking, like, Face temporary paint? one Face yeah paint at the fair? or yeah, yeah no, the, the hemp that's tattooed on the him fucking <laughs> tattoos <laughs> or just use a sharpie but yeah the song should be under that right. yeah so i guess let's see the blah 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 what are we doing like every other let's see here i think i gotta open another window because what the fuck if you hit if you click see more what does it do it shows you the whole thing on the page it opens up a whole nother page for me. I know there's a way to do that. But <sighs> when I click see more, just well, yeah, I guess it's a whole nother page. How we gonna do this shit? Like Driz, Frankie do verse one, Driz do the opening, I guess, and then <clears throat> I guess then then Frankie, right? Okay. Yeah, Frankie yeah. Do Driz, one. then Frankie to verse, Frankie did the uh, the chorus, and then the Driz. And then the Driz, and then Frankie, and then Frankie. There's so that. you want to do, so Driz does Driz, the first part. Frankie, Frankie. Frankie, Frankie. Driz, and then Driz, 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 Frankie, Frankie, and then Driz or something. I don't know. All right. Whatever. Ugh, it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck because it was meant for Slambo and Ron too. He's a real jerk off. Ugh. Where's the uh? Should be right here. I gotta cut it to that. 
love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck. I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck. I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck. I got a fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck. I got a fucking problem. If finding somebody real is your fucking problem, bring your girls to the crib. Maybe we can solve it. Uh, 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 hold up, bitches. Simmer down. Take it hell along, bitch. Give it to me now. Make that thing pop like a semi or, or nine. Ooh, ooh, baby. Like it raw with the shimmy, shimmy, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. ASAP, get, get like me. Never met a motherfucker fresh like me. All these motherfuckers want, want to dress like me. Put the chrome in your dome, make you sweat like Keith. Uh, cause I'm the nigga, the nigga, nigga. Like how you figure, getting figures and fucking bitches. She, she rolling swishers, brought her bitches. I, I brought my niggas, they getting bent up off liquor. She she loved my licorice, I, I let her lick it. They, they say money make a nigga act nigga-ish, but at least a nigga nigga-rich. Uh, I be fucking broads. Like, I'd be fucking bored. Tur turn a dyke bitch out. Have her fucking boys beast. I, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And, and yeah, I like to fuck. I, I got a fucking problem. <coughs> I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. <coughs> uh, I like bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I, I got a fucking problem. Don't look at me like that. I got a fucking problem. If finding somebody real is your fucking problem, uh, bring the girls to the crib. Maybe we, we can solve it. Oh, I know you love it. When this beat is on, make you think about all the niggas you've been leading on. Make me think about all the rappers I've been feeding on. Got a feeling that's the same dude that we speaking on. Oh, word. Ain't heard my album. Who you sleeping on? You should print the lyrics out and have a fucking read-along. Ain't a fucking sing-along unless you brought the, le the weed along. Then drop. Okay, I got it. Then just drop down and get your ego on oh we can steer st stare up at the stars and put the beatles on all that shit you talking about is not up for discussion i will pay to make it bigger i don't pay for no reduction if it's coming for you for a nigga i don't know then i don't trust it if you coming for my head the motherfucker get, get to busted. Yes, Lord, I don't really say this often, but this long dick nigga ain't for the long talking. I'm beast. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. 
I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. If finding somebody real is your fucking problem, bring your girls to the crib. Maybe we solve it. Uh, yeah, ho. This is the finale. My pep talk turned into a pep rally. Say she from the hood, but she live inside the valley now. Vacated in Atlanta, then she going back to Cali. Mmm. Got your girl on my line, world on my line. The irony, I fuck him at the same damn time. She eyeing me like a nigga don't exist. Girl, I, I know you want this dick. Uh, girl, I'm Frankie Lamar, aka Benz, is to me just a car. That means your friends need be up a par. See, my standards are pampered by threesomes tomorrow. Mmm, kill them all. Dead bodies in the hallway. Don't get involved. Let listen to what the crystal ball say. Halle Berry. Hallelujah. Holla back. I'll do ya. Beast. Both at the same time, I think. I love bad, bad bitches. bitches. That's, That's my fucking problem. problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, like to fuck. fuck. I got a fucking Driz problem. Is a party bottom. I love I like bad, bad bitches. bitches. That's my fucking That's problem. That's my fucking problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, to, like fuck. to fuck. I got, I got a, a fucking, fucking problem. I, I got bad bitches. bad bitches. That's, That's my fucking problem. problem. And I got a lot I of sores. I love bad bitches. That's that my fucking problem. Everywhere. Yeah, just work. Pick I the scabs. Like the fuck. I that fuck lousy, like, lube, and bitches. Yeah, I like to fuck. Uh, I gotta I fucking got problem. If, if finding somebody, somebody real, real is your fucking problem, problem get bring me your girls some Viagra. to the crib. Maybe, Maybe we can solve it. Fuck you. I got AIDS. <sighs> <laughs> I actually think that was pretty good. Mm. Amanda, it was that terrible. Was, that was very nice. Was good. Is that <laughs> nice. like an eargasm? Yes. <laughs> I really believed that you had fucking problems, <laughs> and I think that was the point of the whole thing. So. We were very convincing. Very <laughs> convincing about the problem. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> what? Uh, Hush your face, entertainment. Definitely go check them out. We're on that network. We're on that fucking network, motherfuckers. We got uh, we had too many rapes, but Slambo ruined it again. Mm -hmm. Especially that Matt did the voice of uh, Jack the Raper, and Matt's gonna be on tonight. I hope Matt. Well, I hope I hope he's here by the time. Yeah, I, so Matt could just that, make it feel shitty. <laughs> that's the interview. The bare bottom spank is going on. <laughs> Let's see. Where's Matt Miller? Um, here we go. He's our second guest, and Bear Bottom. <laughs> Why's my pen dying? He just filled the whole. So you page. used way too much ink writing Spanking. bare bottles, making you press too hard. You got too excited. I did. It's premature. Bare bottom spanking, Ooh. motherfuckers. 
with a big star of David with a swastika inside. <laughs> Just like Neon Joe. It's like Neon Joe. Yup. 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 That whole segment. That if Slambo like, says anything, like, that's the only way he should be acknowledged tonight. Yup. 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 Hopefully it bugs him out to the point he just starts like cutting himself. <laughs> he wow. just can't take it. This goes on for several years. <laughs> and one day he finally snaps. Murders us all. Broron at Blind Eye Pod on Twitter. Listening to Robin Slip Show 1 through 13. Funny from finish to start. That was the one they liked. Awesome. Definitely go check them out. They're cool dudes. What else we got? A lot of Twitter. 74 notifications. Jesus, fuck. Everybody checking this out. Everybody. And that's just now, before the show, you were at like 200 notifications, was it? Yeah. It was this morning, I, I, I fucking showered and ate, and then just from that time, it was like 100-something. Stupid. So Stupid popular. shit. Yeah. Ugh. It's a <laughs> gift and a curse. Like, yeah, wait till I'm drunk to start giving me that kind of shit, then I kind of care. No, I don't. Never care. Hmm. Never care. Oh, there's too much shit. Too much shit. I can't even read these. I just favorite them. I don't even look. There's Power Rangers thing. I don't know. Oh, Isaac Thorne, what do he say? Oh, he retweeted us for being live and all. He's awesome. Cool. We got him, uh, like we got him on one of the season finales. We had a lot of season finales. Yeah. <laughs> too many. Maybe, maybe we'll get a too many rapes out. Maybe. Maybe. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe we'll do one tonight. I'm going on rape. I'm going on rape. I'm going on too many rape break. We'll be back. We'll be back back. with Trisha Martin. Oh, Trisha is awesome. She's fucking awesome. Uh, The book is Midnight, Me, and Bob McCobb. I want to see if we get Crash, too. Crash is fucking awesome. Yeah, Crash Arrest. Fucking awesome. It's a cool dude. All right, guys. We'll be back. We'll be back, motherfuckers. With some more problems. Hey, Slambo. Yeah. You want to see some cool shit, bro? Mm Yeah. Then get ready to embrace the weird at embracetheweird.design and check out everything they have to offer. Embrace the Weird has stuff like uh, women's and men's clothes of all sorts, wall paintings, skateboards, and more. And they also have the artwork uh, from the genius mind and hands of Brian A. Bernard. So go right now to embracetheworld.design. Ah, sorry. Fuck. You're going you're gonna to fix this. I know. It's embracetheweird.design and check it out, bro. Yeah! <laughs> This is Elmo, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Hey, kids, show me on me where they touched you. Robin Slim Show. Hi, this is Trisha. Trisha, how you doing? I'm great, and I love bad bitches, but it's not a problem. <laughs> it's, it's Slim's <laughs> problem. It's the Drizz's problem. <laughs> how you doing, Trisha? You're a horror, horror artist from, uh, where are you from, Virginia? Oh, well, I was born in Memphis, Tennessee, but I live in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, yeah. I've lived here a long time. How long have you been uh, illustrating? Since I was uh, old enough to draw on the sidewalk with rocks. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you weren't on the train tracks, that's all that matters. No, that was the fun part. I put people on the train tracks, and then I drew the aftermath, and that, you know, no, I'm joking. <laughs> the, chalk, the chalk outlines. That's awesome. Yes, the chalk outline. That was my first experiment there. Like, 
Uh, but the book, the book that uh, you, is it? Did you just do it? Uh, Midnight Me and Bob McCobb. Oh man, that book was not just an adventure; it was a journey. Took us eight years, eight years and three months wow. to finish the book. Why did it take so long? Uh, um, well, because Crash and I are poor, and we had to work in between. Uh, meeting about drawings and meeting about because he hadn't completely finished writing the book when he asked me to illustrate it. Oh wow! So yeah, so um, it, it it was just years and years of collaboration and working around work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yup. What what uh what else do you do? Can you say? What was that? Like, what do you do for work? Uh, besides that, can you say what it is or? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm a um, no. Uh, I'm a stripper. No, I'm not a stripper. Um, my husband and I own an audio video production company, a small one. Cool. And we do everything from graphic design. To, we do the marketing videos for the Virginia Opera. We do photography, headshots, uh, after effects work, like motion graphics, animation. We do it if if it's production, we can do it. That's awesome. That's really cool. So then, like all the uh, YouTube, like the uh, video interviews and stuff with you and Crash, like you guys produced that yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, cool. we did. We we did it um, in front of a green screen in our living room. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was even thinking. I like I watched even your unboxing video, and I was like, this is this is great. Like just the lighting and everything in it, I thought was great. And just you know, even uh, I, now I'm kind of derailing, but uh, I did watch the unboxing video of you getting the book and it was just so emotional and just just great seeing that like i was crying like a baby i am such a tomboy i <laughs> i think i have more testosterone than estrogen and for me to cry like that that is just something that never happened so wow. that was it it was it was a very emotional thing like because the book is like our baby you know yeah it, it's it's it, 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 a labor of love and it took so long and it was so it was so important because it did help um, crash uh, his son Jackson to get over his night terrors. Yeah, I saw that. that. That is based on his own children's night terrors, correct? Yes, his own son. His son is um, in the book. His son is Vex. So Vex is based on Jackson, and tweens um, Vex's sister is based on Gracie Bell, who is um, Crash's daughter. Did they both have night terrors? Um, Gracie did to an extent, but not as severe as Jackson did. Wow. But but the book, um, Crash, you know, making up these stories and making up the character of Bob Cobb helped both of them through their night care, so and helped them both, you know, finally sleep. How long did they suffer house. from from the night terrors? Years. And what, it was years. Was it just the house that, like, a certain house that did it, or was it just did, did they always have it? Well, it's funny that you ask that because there is a bunch of um, footage that I had to cut out because I edited the video and I had to make it consumable, you know, yeah. <laughs> for, for the ABD society we live in today. Yeah. But um, in some of the footage that I cut out, Crash does explain that he really did think that the um, house might have been haunted. Wow. Now, I'm a healthy skeptic, but I keep an open mind. Yeah. That I, I think I believe in possibilities and that. From what he's described to me, it could, it, who knows? You wow. know, it could have been, but he, he, you know, he went through psychiatrists. He went, but he did not want to medicate his kids. He didn't want to go through all that crap. Yeah. And, um, 
decided, well, how can we do this together and work through this on our own without the psychopaths in the world, like, mm. getting involved? <laughs> when when they were experiencing it, were there any, uh, like, he, he wrote this book to help uh, them and children. Were there any other books uh, of the same, of the similar, like, uh, uh, subject? I'm, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Well, when his kids were going through this, did he have anything to reference, like, book-wise? Was there anything out at the time? <laughs> They, they bought um, they bought one book called what was it called uh, Nightmares for Dummies or something like that. It was one of the dream first interpretation books. for dummies. I think oh, he said. like a dream dictionary like... or something like. Yeah, it was like one of those things where it tries to tell you why nightmares happen, and you know, it, it did, either way, the book didn't help. <laughs> it was pretty dumb. It basically said, you know, go to a doctor or some crap. I don't know, but yeah, I crashed that. It didn't help at all. Nothing that, you know, they had tried and helped or read together and helped. They'd go to the library together and yeah. try to find books and watch shows and Dr. Phil's a quack. And, you know, so, yeah, so he decided. And he's so creative, too. You know yeah. what? If you guys ever want to interview him, all I got to do is ask him to come over. Because, I mean, he doesn't live far from me and we visit each other all the time. Cool. Yeah, I would definitely, definitely be down. Oh, and he's awesome. He's like yeah. a big kid. Yes. Yeah, I, awesome. just watching that that unboxing video, like he absorbed me and telling the story and everything about the night terrors, and it was just all really interesting. And uh, one of the things that stood out to me is how people were telling his wife, I guess the psychiatrist and stuff, were saying like, "All right, you got to lock, you got to put a lock on the outside of the kid's door wow. to get to lock the kid in, so because he has to uh, learn to deal with it himself instead of like running he saw out." That. She saw that on Dr. Phil. Oh, 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 yeah, I hate, I fucking hate yeah. Dr. Phil. And, he's a oh douchebag. No, dude, he's a, he's a, uh, if I could fart on his face, I would. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Crash, like, basically said what he would do is he would, he would tell uh, Jackson, like, listen, your mom thinks the door is locked, but I didn't, un I, I didn't lock it, so just come out if, you know, you start getting right. uncomfortable. And then he would spend the whole night staying up with uh with jackson and he's like yeah we would watch like carnival and uh supernatural, <laughs> supernatural. and i love that he said he's like you know all the all the things that were ridiculous compared to the night terrors that jackson exactly. was doing and it's true too it's absolutely true i mean jackson has grown up to be a fine young man in a punk band he's a guitar player in a punk band and he's awesome and nice. he loves those shows yeah. those shows always made him feel happy when you know, everybody on the other side is saying, oh, you know, like family members are crap saying, oh, that stuff's bad for kids, bad for kids. But Jackson's like, dude, this is mild compared to the shit I go through every night. You know? <laughs> wow. How long has the book been out? Since February of last year. Okay. Has it sold a lot of copies? Oh, no. <laughs> wow! See, I figured it would because I I read an, I read a part of it. It's 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 awesome and, and it rhymes and like that's what I need. I don't. <laughs> we do we do sell we do sell we sell more copies of the book at book signings than we do online. I don't know why that is because both yeah. of us you know we were like hey, and, and neither one of us like to self promote. I I like to promote other people. I don't like to promote myself, but I'm an artist. So it'd be stupid for me not to. Right. So I, I do mm. promote the book and I do. And so does um, Crash and my husband Gordon and I, we make videos for it and stuff like that. But like we have a, a YouTube channel. If anybody wants to see um, any of our animations, 
it's it's it, go to YouTube and search Bob Macabre, but there's a death metal dude named Bob Macabre, and that's not us. <laughs> 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 Although he seems pretty cool. I mean, I would check out his channel too, but <laughs> ours is Bob Macabre. That's where we keep our animations for the book. And, um, you know, we do stuff like that, but I think it takes just getting, or whatever this means, quote, unquote, getting it to the right person. Mm. You know, it's somebody who has a big audience or, I mean, it just takes that, you know, yeah. a fluke, basically, to get your stuff out there, especially in this day and age where everybody's trying to sell their Amazon books and stuff like that, which we don't like doing with Amazon. Right. If anybody wants to buy our books, go to Create Space, not Amazon. They rape us. Really? I, I, yeah, what? I was going to ask you, because you said in the Twitter post that, like, if if anybody buys it from Amazon, they only get, like, 35 cents off of it, and you're selling yeah. it for $22. What? Yeah. Wow. It's stupid. It's, and what is even more messed up is Create Space, where I'm the one who self-published us. And I went to Great Space because I read a bunch about it, and um, my author friend said it was the best place to go. We get, let's see, Amazon takes 75% or more, obviously, of our book, and then Crash and I have to split that 50-50. So how how the hell are we even supposed to buy ramen noodles with that money, you know? (laughs) But to Create Space... We can afford ramen noodles and some vegetables on the side. Nice. <laughs> would it would it would it be uh, would it be bad to take it off uh, of Amazon? Well, because Create Space and Amazon are affiliated, when you publish to Create Space, you have to link them. Okay, so yeah, you, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, but the the trick is all you self publishers out there. The trick is don't ever get the Amazon link. If someone stumbles upon it, great. Don't ever give that link out. You know, wow. give the Create Space link out if you're if you're doing it. Wow! And it's like, man, these guys are billionaires. Damn corporate bastard monkeys! They're billionaires and they can't afford to be fair. Uh, yes, they 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 print the book and they ship it and all that stuff. That's great. Yeah. People pay pay for shipping. Now for the printing, I'm I'm happy to pay for that. You know, for them to to, to distribute it like that for me. At the same time, don't rate me, dude. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. We worked um, hard on that damn book. Especially uh, Amazon, wasn't it started out of some douchebags like garage? Didn't like one dude start that like out of his garage years ago? Like they should definitely be looking out for the little guy if that's how he started. Yeah, I mean they really should, <laughs> but they don't. Nah, <laughs> they they just got like everyone else. It is what it is. <laughs> we work around it. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. Trisha, could you read us? Could you read us some of the book? Well, I suck at reading out loud, and since Crash can't be here, what I've done is I've queued up because we we've done um, an animated video uh, read through on our uh, YouTube, and I've queued up a little part where Crash is reading the book. So I'll play. I can play that for you if that's okay. Yeah, I do want. Do you want her to send it, Slim, or we play it on our end? Or? Oh no, I got, I got it queued up. She, she okay, can play I'll, it. I'll just fine. put my phone right at the speaker. Okay, cool. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Cradle and all. Never had a bluer prayer ever been released, and so his conscience drifted off, having said his peace. But little did our poor Vex know that as he fell, dejected, his woeful call was in fact heard, and would not be rejected. For from the now whole, full, glowing mother of night, in a coagulation of the falling of moonlight, 
came a gazing of commiserating from her place up high, down through the murky cloud-clotted gray sky, swelling up with her tearful lunar heart breaking. No more could she witness this poor child's forsaking. Within her cold core came an impassioned shaking, escalating quite quickly to a full-scale moonquaking. Out poured a gush of celestial blubbering as she pondered a stop to the child's nightly suffering. It seems my spoiled spookies have been misbehaving, running amok with this boy's nightly hazing. They must learn their lesson. I, I must interfere. Then she called for the one thing that all spookies fear. Not really a thing, but the one special one, the foe of all spookies since nightmares begun. The swaggering depressor of sinful sleep stressors, the unwrapper of rapscallion foul dream aggressors, the noxious negator of nefarious nocturnals, the quixotic opposer of perverse imp infernals. Who is this that befuddles boogie brutes beneath beds and hunts hopped up hellions from tuckered tots heads? Who would dare to go there in the name of old Hob? Well, Vex would soon see there is but one for the job. Back in his was awesome, Trisha. Um, what who uh, has influenced you in your in your art? Like who who's uh, one of your biggest influences? Oh God, I have so many influences. Well, one's my my spouse monkey Gordon. He's awesome. Um, <laughs> and then obviously you can see by my art that Tim Burton's a huge influence. Yeah, that's what I, it reminded me of. Like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It was, it's really cool artwork. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. Also, um, Charles Adams, you know, the guy who did the original Adams Family comic strip. Cool. Ed Gorey, the Roman Dirt, Ewan and Vasquez, Salvador Dali, you know, it, um, as far as illustration goes. And then with my horror art, the dolls and stuff I make, it's Greg Nicotero, Stan Winston, you know, Tom Savini, Howard Berger, people like that, the, the FX <laughs> How long does it take to make one of those dolls? I saw them. They're they're badass. Well, man, it 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 really depends. Some of them take over a month to paint. My nuns, a month? um, my nuns don't take as long. The only ones that have been, been taken a long time is then my conjoined nuns, because I've had to act way to them. <laughs> my nuns don't like. I know it sounds normal to me. It's like in, if, if people. If, if people didn't know us and they overheard some of our conversations, they would think that we were serial killers. <laughs> I, got, I got blood on the couch again, you know. Or damn it, I just stepped on another head. Just sell those nuns <laughs> together, and then we'll eat yes. dinner. <laughs> I like to like I was looking at some of them like uh, like the stuffed animals. So you get like a stuffed animal, like a teddy bear, and you like transform it. Yeah, I have. I'm very lucky in the fact that I have friends who donate stuffed animals to me <laughs> they donate stuffed animals and I, I sculpt the faces I make the eyes and paint them up and stick them cut out the put a little innocent fluffy face and, and put in my crappy face or whatever <laughs> which one of yours put, is um, the, which one that you make is the most like uh, popular the most what the most popular oh I um I don't know I mean people seem to like my what the fuck creatures which is well, WTF creatures, whatever. I'm not politically correct. <laughs> but um, <laughs> people seem to like those a lot, the ones with the stuffed animals. And then my nuns seem to be very popular. I'm having problems keeping up with 
people buy in my nuns, which is great because I'm poor. <laughs> well, can you explain what are what are the nuns? What are my nuns? Yeah. Well, I take um, like nun figurines and I bloodify them and zombify them and skullify them and gorify them. <laughs> nice. That, I make them creepy. <laughs> how much do they cost? Like, how much do you sell them for? Um, it depends on the nun. Some of them are smaller, so those are cheaper. I charge anywhere from 30 to the consoling nuns. I think I'm going to sell for 80 because they, I've put a lot of time into them. Like it, they've taken me a couple of weeks to, you know, do. Wow. So, do, you, do you wait till somebody orders one to make it, or do you just make them and, and put them up? I just make them and put them up. Cool. If, if somebody wants a custom one, I could do one, but yeah. that hasn't come up. <laughs> nice. We, can we get one? Can we special order one of our intern? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want him, like, conjoined to a, a turkey vulture. <laughs> I can do that. Cool. But you'll have to also provide the turkey vulture. And we need a re- it needs to be a real live turkey vulture. Yeah, we have real live turkey <laughs> yeah, vultures. there's a bunch of them in the back. And by uh, that, I just I want you to sew him to, like, the real him, just to a turkey Oh, vulture. man, if I do that, though, we live, like, down the street from the PETA headquarters. They'll come throw blood on me. Oh, <laughs> 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 You'll die anyway from from infections. Yeah, because they're covered in filth. <laughs> because it's you're gonna be open, and then the turkey vulture's ass is just gonna be shitting into your open wounds. Oh. <laughs> like it's gonna be. Oh hot. yes, but don't worry. Go. I'll, I'll bring some neosporin so you don't get an infection. I just I just saw the, the picture of the nuns, the conjoined nuns. It's crazy, crazy. We got another call. Hold on one sec, Trisha. Robin, Slim Show. What the fuck up? Robin Slim Show. What's up? Who's this? Man, this is B-Rob from the Random Rambles with Rob. What's going on, Rob? Man, a whole bunch of nothing. Driving from uh, fucking San Antonio back to H-Town. Cool, man. Cool. You checking us out, bro? I yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck going on. I just seen... Uh, I, I, well, I shouldn't have seen shit because I'm driving. How <laughs> you driving? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we're, we're, I don't even know if I'm supposed to. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be cussing, but it's too late now. Oh, you're fucking supposed to, bro. Yeah. All right. What, what, what the hell going on? We're we're clue in the middle. What's that? I said, what the hell going on? I said, clue me in. We're in the middle of an interview right now, brother, with uh, with Trisha Martin. She's a horror illustrator. How? Oh, so you draw? <laughs> hey, you draw the scary shit. Yes. I call it, yes, I call the scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect summary. Man, let me, let, yeah, let, let, me, let me tell you. We got a six-year-old, and um, every time we watching a movie, she always uh, stop at the top of the stairs before she come down. She's like, y'all watching the movie? I'm like, yeah. She's like, is it a scary movie? You know, if it's a scary movie, she'll just stay upstairs. She won't come down. So <laughs> it became a... It became a thing to where, like, you know, she's six, you know. Kids can get annoying and everything or whatever. And she'd be running around, flipping shit, you know, throwing toys all over the stuff, sticking Play-Doh on the wall and all kind of crazy shit. And they'd be like, hey, goddammit, I'm about to turn on a scary movie. She's going to run upstairs. 
<laughs> I was the opposite when I was little. My my mom and dad, I remember, I hid on the stairs to try to sneak to what? Yeah. scary movies. I did my the first same. one I saw was The Bad Seed, and I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught. I got busted. I was not... Um, very ninja cockroach at that age. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well, Freddy Cougar told me up. Back on what that uh, Dream Warriors or whatever the hell. Yeah. yeah. They formed the Power Ranger Squad, tried to take out Freddy, but damn. Johnny Depp was in that movie, I think, and damn, when he, when he pulled his muffles and shit out of his arms to turn him into a little puppet, man, that freaked the shit out of him. <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy, bro. <laughs> you'd, be less, you'd be less scared of him if you knew that Robert Ingram has very small hands. <laughs> he really does. No, I was at, um, we go to Pennsylvania. We go to Pennsylvania once a year for the Living Dead Festival because we're doing a documentary with some of the people who made um, Night of the Living Dead. And one year, the dude who curates a bunch of horror props was there, and he had one of Freddy's gloves. He had the Dream Warrior gloves. And he's like, do you want to wear it? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to wear Freddy's gloves. I'm a midget, pretty much, and I could barely set my hand in that damn glove. I'm like, Robert England got some small-ass hands. Wow. Tiny hands. Yeah. He's another the tiny hands of the water community. Guys, we got to wrap this up. Uh, Patricia, where can everybody find you? Oh, um, let's see. I've got on uh, Twitter, we're at Bob McCobb and at Trisha Kitty, T-R-I-C-I-A-K-I-T-T-Y. And on Instagram, I'm Trisha Kitty Martin. Trisha Kitty Martin. Awesome. And it's it's, uh, B-O-B-M-A-C-A-B-R-E, correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking talking to us, Trisha. And thanks for calling, B-Rob. Yep, you guys have a good night. You guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. That's awesome. That's cool. Oh, we're going to break. We'll be back. Back with Matt Meller and uh, BBS. <laughs> uh, at some point, I have to cut out early because I have What's up, bitches? It's your boy, Deezus, here, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. If you love all the crazy shenanigans that go on over here, you should definitely check out my podcast, Deezus Take the Real. It's part late-night talk show, part movie podcast, all parts dope. We play games. So here's the game. These are uh, the games called Elevator Pitches. Tell crazy stories. So, so stone-faced. This is when I wish this was a video podcast, as you mm-hmm. have to see my face, but he just looks at me and goes... Your skin is black, but your white is present, and they scurries out the door. (laughs) And when I say scurries, like it's exactly what you're thinking. He scurried. Wow. And and of course, nerd out over movies. And this is all in the visual. Like there's no dialogue else. So the visuals tell me that so you you have the driver. He knows he he's hid this side of himself from Irene this entire movie. He can't avoid it now. If he wants to save her life, he's got to show his true his true self, like the fucking the violent anger. In short, it's pretty fucking lit. So come join the party with us every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all your favorite podcast platforms. So find me on Twitter. You're listening to the Robin Slim Show. I'd rather be ass fucked by a huge log. Lambo, you ready?
Uh, oh, eat. You need a bag. You need a bag. Couple bags. So I got her bottom. Thank him. Bag, bag, bag. His face or his ace. <laughs> Tristan just said, "You guys are awesome. Thank you. Cool. I salute you with a beer. Awesome. And I salute everybody with a bag for Slim's hand. You want right. this on your body? Like, <laughs> there's the Wawa bag. I'll take the Wawa bag on my hand." And you Get got. Up. You want me to cut like leg holes in this? <laughs> For Slambo. That's what Slambo should be in. Just yeah. a plastic garbage bag. It's not even a drawstring, bro. You're going to have to just like do this in the front. You got to tie it a little. Just make it into a dress yeah. for him. Just cut armholes in it. Uh. Matt Mello, where you at, bro? I think we should do uh, too many rapes first, yeah, we though. Yeah, definitely should. All right. And then the spanking. You're not getting out of that. <laughs> it's right at the top. The top of the list. The top of the charts. The top of the chart. The top of the motherfucking food chain, motherfuckers. It is Too Many Rapes, Jack the Raper. All right, I'm getting it open. Getting it up. Getting them legs up. Let's see, let's see. I, I think I already have it saved in... Uh, blah, 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 in the media player. Let me just, uh, Did mute it real miss quick. Matt's call? No. no. Like Let's see. Um, too many rapes. Jack the Raper. Oh, yeah, maybe this la- Oh, I know that was, uh, Your B-Rob. last post on my phone was two hours ago. <laughs> you need a new phone, bro. <laughs> it, it's in, it's in the group. Yeah, on the group chat. It says, too many rapes, Jack the Raper. It's 16 hours ago. It, it was 16 hours. It was the last night I posted this. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, wait. wait. <laughs> I got it. I like the timestamp. Like, I'm just supposed to know. Oh, yeah. yeah two your last post was two hours. Two hours and 56 minutes ago. So. Oh, that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we ready? ready? Yes. All right. Commence the raping. Oh. Wait, this Matt. Uh... Robin Slip Show. Hey, man. Matt. How's it going? I didn't know you. I didn't know you was waiting for me to call you. I thought you was calling me. So. Oh, was... see, no, we're professors. We we don't make calls. We yeah, take we calls. Do <laughs> we're like a high end whore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had all my uh, computer set up with all the high tech whiz what Pedded gave me, but it fucked up. So I've obviously been watching too much porn or something. But there's no such thing, bro. What kind of porn? No. Daisy chains? Uh, nugget porn. <laughs> How's it going anyway? Good? Great. How you doing, my man? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. We just recorded, so. I'm nice. Still, still a bit buzzed. Been fresh drinking. out the box. Yeah, we're just starting. Yeah. We're, we're sharding. We're, we're getting <laughs> Shorting. there. Right. No good shot. <laughs> what, what, can you tell us what the show was about, or is that hush hush? No, it's not hush hush. Um... Not rape this week. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I got I got told off for that last week. <laughs> I was thinking, bro, if you do every line, if if every line you say is about rape, he can't cut it out. Like you yeah. What what um, happened? Oh, your co-host what doesn't... Talk? Uh because we we had a thing a while ago where I talked about rape too much and he edited it all out of the <laughs> he edited it all out of the show cuz someone complained about it the week before. Oh, so. listen to they always complain. The people that like have a problem, they're always the ones that say something. The people that oh, love no, it, yeah. they don't say shit. No, we, uh, we well, we talked about it on the show today about um, I've had a bit of an issue. I put it on um, Twitter actually about disposing of a dildo. That's actually a real thing. 
how do you, it, how do you don't know to put it in one? the trash or to put it in the recycling bin. See, I think of it like a Yankees hat. You never get rid of one. You even keep the old dirty ones around. <laughs> the old faithful. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. smell them every now and then and re- remember the, the 90s. Remember the 90s. Maybe you just put it up your ass for some nostalgia. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, my worry was that, you know, sometimes you see when you chuck like a teddy bear out of something and then the bin men come along the next day and they've got it stuck on the front of the lorry. Of, I was... I was thinking, well, what if they like stick this on the front of, them? and then they've got the dildo driving around on the front of the uh, <laughs> the yeah, recycling lorry, just right at the top, right, yeah, right on the yeah. front, right on the grill. <laughs> See, I would leave it. I would just not even bag it. I would put it in the garbage receptacle right on top. I would just Why lay it. Why wouldn't you just go out and hand it to them? Like, yeah. here, I gift to you this used dildo. You should go out, not only gifting it, but like birthing it. You should have it in your butt, and you should just birth it right. Put a in little front bow of on the end for him. Bend oh. over and let it shoot. Out. Yeah, put a little bow on the end. Gotta let it crown. Oh, do you know, I, I, I it's could, a Christmas I could bonus. Make, I, could, I could make some gravy up and pour it on there so it looks like it's just come out of an arsehole. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I see. I um, was like my Twitter notifications. I always know when you've started some shit because I wake up in the morning there's like a hundred notifications on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that one show, man? Did they block all of us, Tom and Steve? Yeah, I th- I heard that they've they've quit that show now and they started a new one because they got too much shit because everyone gave them one star reviews, didn't they? Yeah. Did they really? Did they really quit? Yeah, they yeah they quit that show and started a new one. So basically, they just they, ju- they just changed the name and started an episode it's, one. Is what it's yeah, Steve and yeah. Tom. <laughs> it's it's Sam and and Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve and Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can't remember. I'll put I'll put something like the, the the show. I said you might as well ladle like diarrhea into your ears because it's the same effect. What I, I I assume too. Like when all the shows gone down, I was like, these guys are gonna have to rebrand because they can't, <laughs> they can't continue. <laughs> the best is that they like latched onto the Potter family thing and and like fuck. They just fucked with the guys who are in charge pretty much oh uh, was like. was that you who started the pod and family rejects yeah <laughs> yes pod and family rejects uh cock nuzzlers uh. <laughs> yeah well i, I made cock that Nazis. The shit. i put their brand on that shit didn't i and yeah. said they were selling merchandise and then uh i think i did that other the lip sync thing with the the genie and aladdin oh that's what i wanted to ask you how you did that that was so funny dude Oh, it's it's an app called Mad Lips. You can just like you can be either one of the characters, and you just press which one you want to be, and then the other one's voice will come through. That's why. Uh, yeah. And he I says, can... "Oh, I can have a wish," and then I said, "Well, you can only make certain wishes." And he's like, "Like what?" And then it was, "You can't make Tom and Steve funny." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to mention that, that a few weeks ago. It was great. It was so good, dude. Yeah, sorry I couldn't record that um, stuff for you last night. I was out watching the football, so the soccer, the soccer, yeah, <laughs> go. Yeah, so are I you was, a soccer yeah. hooligan, Matt? Well, yeah, because I, I came in and I was really, like, I was really drunk because I drank a lot, and then I saw you were rec- you were on live, and I was like, oh shit, is it tonight? And then I thought because of the time difference, when you were saying to me it was Thursday. Was it because it was Thursday here? Because it's half past midnight, and then I was all confused. 
And I was scrambling around trying to set everything up while I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> did you go to a bachelor party, Matt? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. How did that, that go? Was, uh, um, I don't know. I don't, are we allowed to talk about drugs on here? Fuck yeah. yeah. Drugs, rape, uh, and uh, yeah, everything I'd, else. I've done, done quite quite a lot of cocaine. <laughs> and... <laughs> I think I messaged, I messaged you in the morning, didn't I? I sent you a message when I was I was completely wired. And yeah. I'd sort of I've been doing it for like twelve hours, and everyone was asleep, and I was I was sat there doing it in the dark, and the t- the, uh, the TV the TV remote was lost, and I couldn't change the channel, and it was like this highway patrol thing where they're stopping people on the highways and like giving them tickets and stuff, and I was just like I was getting really into it, and I was just I was just really high on coke, and it's like I think I've gone from just being like a bit of a madhead on like a, on a weekend to like an absolute crackhead. <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah, it was a messy, messy <laughs> affair. Oh man, that's great. That's great. Is it really a bachelor party if no one turns into a crackhead though? No. Yeah, well, no, exactly. <laughs> I know, but it always seems to be me though. That's the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why people invite you, bro? Yeah, because yeah. they don't want to Yeah, in. I think so, yeah. Just, <laughs> just so they can laugh at bet. me the next day when I'm in complete disarray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When did you finally get to sleep? Oh, t- I think it was about 2 o'clock in the morning the next the next day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was up God. for like, like nearly 50-odd hours. I was absolutely oh, wrecked. <laughs> Just geeked out. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I was, just, I was just trying to. I tried everything. I tried knocking one out, and that didn't put. I was just anything. You just get to the point where you're, you're limp, jerking at lamp. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just trying to tickle the end. You, yeah, something out. You're completely covered in sweat. It's like four in the morning, and nothing's coming out. You. you <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what was going on there. And you're also like on the air condition like you have the air condition on like blasting on you but you're still sweating you're still just sweating yeah it was a it was a funny weekend it was a bit of a weird weekend actually i think well it got a bit gay we, everyone started getting their dicks out in the room and then we was all fucking like dancing around and there was a girl's opposite in the uh in the hotel opposite and they was looking into our room so we was all stood up stood up at the window and we was all pressing our knobs against the window <laughs> and dancing and stuff so they could see <laughs> so, yeah, safe to say they didn't come over no you know, it's a coke dick it, it, it fucks you up bro yeah I think they thought there was some daisy chaining going on right. in there that's probably <laughs> you guys were doing a little bit of cock nuzzling cock nuzzling <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah>. docking <laughs> yeah nice docking what's a docking between friends that's what uh, my grandfather always says <laughs> yeah who you got on tonight then oh who else we got we got Preston Gunderson. He's a comedian friend of ours. Oh, we got yeah, I like Preston. He's, he's cool, dude. Isn't he nice? Uh, we yeah. got um, a podcaster, uh, sweetly sensual Sarah. She does a uh, podcast called Must Love Fetish. All right, and she's a phone sex operator. <laughs> and uh, we also got another comedian friend of ours, Jacob Cantu, and a guy named uh, Peter uh, Romalitis. I think uh, he's a he's a publicist. You you're not having the guy on who done the uh, snowblind again then though. No? <laughs> Who's that? Who was that? 
Oh, did, I can't oh, remember what he was called. Oh, the snowblind guy, the fucking oh, was snowblind. Yes. Yeah, that was terrible. The Santa. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it was mate. It was so awkward to listen to. I was laughing my head off. I couldn't stop laughing. The funniest thing too was when he asked if I saw it. I did see it when I was doing show prep. I was just hoping he wasn't gonna bring it up. It was so bad. Yeah. It was. So it was I think the worst thing is like that fucking Buddha was absolutely slaughtering him while it was on. One, he was like, "Kill, kill yourself." <laughs> it was, <laughs> Food is amazing, bro. Yeah, he's 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 a funny guy. I'm glad I'm not on here with with him sat in there because I'm sure we'd have something to say. Uh, yeah, we we yeah, also have uh, an extra intern in today. We have uh, intern Amanda, who's uh, competing with the Lamborghini for internship. That was the female voice that you heard. Oh, at the yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, all you got to do is turn up on time, and then you're golden. She won. She already won. Because, yeah, she's here on time. A plus twice in a row. Yeah. Slambo's running a, a D minus right now. Yeah. He, <laughs> he brought himself up from the F minus last night, but today he, he dropped a little. Or what, uh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> too many drugs, too many rapes, too many, too too many, many drinks. Rapes. But we still have to do the too many rapes, uh, Matt. Too many rapes. Oh, yeah. We still have to do the Jack episode. Oh yeah, do you know what? I would just I would do it live, but look, honestly, you do not realize how many takes it took me to oh, get it out. No. Did it? Oh man, oh, man. you yeah, did, you did I, amazing. I was just, yeah, well because I put an accent on. I did a London accent for it. So, <laughs> so when I, I try to fucking talk like that the whole time, yeah. so it's like it was difficult. We are the slim, slim. You could do one, right? No. Oh, yeah. edit in my oh. London. <laughs> what we oh, go man. down to the pub and get a couple of pints? Hey. <laughs> it's a terrible one. Uh, uh, yeah, bloody. Uh, I'm yeah. British. Uh, oh, you bloody cunt! I'm going. I'm Jack the Raper, and I'm going to rape some people. Just to take back what you said about raping slack. Just sit in the sink. You won't get raped. Just, just keep your asshole plugged to the toilet. Matt, where was that? Uh, how far are you? You're in Brighton. How far were you from uh, Manchester, bro? Oh, um, that, well, that's where I'm from originally, Manchester. And that thing, but, yeah, with that concert, yeah, that fucking right Ariana Grande concert. What did you? Were you? Like what happened? That was uh, ter- uh, ISIS. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, ISIS. Yeah, it was Ar- Ariana Grande. It was when everyone was leaving, and oh. they're all in like the foyer, eh? you know, trying to get out. And then obviously, where it's all crowded, they they set the bomb off. When that wow. happened, it was like a nail bomb. I think that twenty-two people died. I think. <clears throat> wow, dude! Holy shit! Yeah, loads like loads of them were kids as well, which is yeah. like like an eight-year-old, fourteen-year-old. It's just fucking. Shit. We tried not to talk about it on the show. Oh, bring it man. down too much. Yeah, it really is a is a shitty fucking situation. Did, did did they get any of the guys yet involved? Well, it was a, it was a suicide, and they've got. I think they've took everyone who he's linked to. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, dude, their piece is a fucking garbage. Just trash. Yeah. Well, that's the trouble in it. I thought they're all protected by these fucking stupid laws, but yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and you kind of just let them in over there too over there they kind of like oh yeah france especially i think they 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 went they ran rampants yeah 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 that's the thing over here if you live here and you're from here you've got no house it's like yeah don't don't worry leave you on the streets but you come over here from somewhere else like oh yeah do you want a house and some money here you go yeah that happens here too bro that that happens over here too 
Yeah, well, happens everywhere, I guess, doesn't it? Mm. Let's just trade then. I don't understand. Why don't we just start cheating the system? Why don't we just take one country just to give to those those peoples? We'll just trade lands. <laughs> yeah, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't like Scotland over here. Why are they just uppity those Scots? Oh like, no, they're them? fucking they're bitter. Oh. All our uh, hillbillies in the Appalachian are descended from them, too. Is that like the hillbillies <laughs> of uh, England? Is the Scots? <laughs> well, they're like, the, well, they say um, that they're all drunks, but that, I think the truth is that most of them are crackheads as well now. So <laughs> I am part Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know that. We figured that out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I tell you, what, I've got that fucking drizzle news stuck in my bloody head, that song. I love that music, bro. Isn't that music the best? So I was like, I was humming it the other week. I was like, where the fucking hell is that from? And then I like, turned the show on and it says, oh, fucking drizzle news. <laughs> A lot of the shit gets stuck in my head. A lot of the, a lot of the, the, the ringtones. Or... The who slam it be? Yeah, gets stuck in my head. Yeah, mm. that does. Have you ever have you ever had that with like a, a normal song? Uh, I get a couple. I get uh, uh the dope show by Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up with that in my head. So, man, I remember for about a month once, I had a Nutbush City Limits stuck in my head from fucking Tina Turner. It was like <laughs> constantly playing in my head. It was driving me mad in the end. <laughs> Like the worst song ever made. I, was, I don't even know where I'd heard it. One of my friends at work, he gets Ray of Light by Madonna stuck oh. in his head. That's a bad one. Oh. oh, that's, yeah. That's a terrible song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're awesome, Matt. Matt, I think we're going to uh, end this a uh, few minutes early and we're going to do the Too Many Rapes. Oh, sweet. I'll tune in on the... Uh... On my Twitter. Thanks, brother. Uh, where can everybody find you? Um, on Facebook at Ped and Mella Show and on Twitter at Ped and Mella. Awesome, dude. You guys rock. You guys do a great nice show. One. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Anytime. All right. Take care, guys. You too, brother. Later, Matt. Later. Have a good show. Bye. Later. Uh, we're right. going to go. Let's do this. We're going to go. Is it still up? The slam will close it? No, it's up. Oh, is it up? All right. How up is it? All right. Oh, it's it's fucking hard, yeah, it's veiny I, I and might throbbing be too and tapping. For this. I'm gonna be the what? one that fucks it up now. It's <laughs> <Ugh>. a <laughs> <Piece of> garbage. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Are you ready? We're ready. Frankie, we're getting an international rapist sent here. They've been having a lot of trouble dealing with him overseas. I think things are about to get real fucked up. Yeah. Uh, who is it, you filthy asshole? Jack the Raper, baby! <laughs> Too many rapes can spoil the date. Sometimes you don't want to wait. I'll smash you with this dinner plate. The bus boy masturbates. <laughs> too many rapes, too many rapes. 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 Too many rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience.
Jack the Raper. Welcome to Too Many Rapes Penitentiary. I must say, I like this place. Ah, that's the wrong one. Prick. Here, I've hold on. You're gonna, you're gonna cut it out. Whatever, you bloody cunt. Just show me to my cell. Right this way, Jack. I've given you a very rapeable cellmate. I hope you stay here as a good one. Yeah! I must say, I like this place, you fucking prick. I have some business I'd like to discuss with you. Jack and the warden exchanged a few words. Then Jack entered the cell to find a very nervous Brian. <laughs> Are, are are you my new daddy? I mean, I mean, cellmate. All right, mate. I'm Jack the Raper. What are you in for, Jack? Well, Brian, I'm what you call a serial rapist. I've raped thousands of balloon knots, but it wasn't enough. I started raping dentists, clergymen, and the Irish mafia, even a few of the Queen's bobbies. God, I'm gonna have to restart that, bro. My my screen just totally shut out. Oh, oh, fuck. Always want to strap for time. Any. Fuck. It does that every now and then. It'll just the screen goes black, and you mm. just gotta fucking just gotta re whatever. Jesus fuck. God damn it. You might not be able to. Great. Come on, Aces. It's always some asshole's fault. And now it's Aces. God damn it, Aces. Anus. Give them, just spank them. Just spank them. Where's the bag? Where's the bag? All right. <laughs> oh, here we go. Live bare spanking for the break. All right. During the break. Are you really doing this? Yeah! Oh, God, we're really doing I this. I can't even play fucking break music. <laughs> All right. So this, is, uh, this is awkward. No, I don't even know if I really want to do this. <laughs> Are you guys going to leave us? Yeah, you'll just have to find me. I know we're going on break. I'll do some. I'll break up some. It's all right. I feel so uncomfortable right now. Yeah. At least you're not the one getting spanked. Next time. Too many spanks. All right, guys. We're going on break. We'll be back. Hey, it's creepy old guy from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Bob and... No, guy. No. No. It's Rob and Slim. Rob and Slim? Yeah, Rob and Slim. I thought it was the Bob and Tom show. No. Rob and Slim. Alright, uh... Yeah, creepy old guy here from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Rob and Slim show, I guess. All right, I'm going to go get a drink. See ya.
You're listening to Rob and Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're going to do this. We're going to do it for the beginning or? I think it's so. up to you. It doesn't matter. We could do either yeah. way. Yeah. Because I can. Yeah, we could do it from the beginning. Yeah, I think so. That way, if anyone's just tuning in right now, we got the new listeners to worry about. All right. Is this phone? <laughs> uh, I got a bare bottom spank you again. Yeah, until he gets it up on the phone. Until <laughs> he gets it up and then everyone else gets it up. <laughs> I don't have that problem. (laughs) (laughs) He has that problem. Here we go. We ready? All right. Aight, yuckas. Are we starting off where we left off? No, we're going to start from the beginning. We're starting fresh. We're new guys. Frankie! We're getting an international rapist sent here. They've been having a lot of trouble dealing with him overseas. And I think things are about to get real fucked up. Yeah, you! Who, who is he, you filthy asshole? Jack the Raper, baby! Too many rapes can spoil the dates. Sometimes you don't want to wait. I'll smash you with this dinner plate. The bus boy masturbates. Too many rapes, 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 too many rapes. Too many rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Jack the Raper, welcome to Too Many Rapes Penitentiary. Whatever you bloody cunt. Just show me to my cell. Right this way, Jack. I've given you a really rapeable cellmate. I hope your stay here is a good one. Yaya! <laughs> I must say, I like this place, you fucking prick. I have some business I'd like to discuss with you. Jack and the warden exchanged a few words. Then Jack entered the cell to find a very nervous Brian. Are, are you you my new daddy? I, I mean cellmate? Alright mate, I'm Jack the Raper. What are you in for, Jack? Well, Brian, I'm what you call a serial rapist. I've raped thousands of balloon knots, but it wasn't enough. I started raping dentists, clergymen, and the Irish Mafia, even a few of the Queen's bobbies. I would have got away with it all too, but a Scotland Yard thingy called Dina a few months ago, it really fucked me over, mate. Uh, Oh, I fucking hate science too. I love heroin and raping though. Who doesn't, Brian? Brian couldn't explain it, but his feelings for Jack the Raper were growing like a boner in his sweatpants. He laid his head on Jack's chest and rubbed his stomach. I like you, Rumi. Oh, I like you too, mate. The next morning... Brian, wake up! What happened? (laughs) We gotta orchestrate a break. It's only a matter of time before the Irish Mafia finds out I'm here, and then they'll come after me. Okay, Daddy Jack, I just 
Got to see Dr. Rapestein, and, and then I'll visit Frankie and see what I can find. You're a real good guy, Brian. I don't give a fuck what the bathroom wall says about you. Brian sashayed to Dr. Rapestein's office while Jack waited for him to leave and paid a visit to the warden. Sit down, the Brian. Want to tell me how you're doing, yeah? Oh, doctor, for once, things are looking up. I have a new cellmate, Jack, and I really like him. Oh, this is good, Brian. This is very good indeed. It is, doctor. If everything goes right, you may have to marry us. Oh, you're growing up into such a fine young man, Brian. You keep me posted, you little scamp. Now get out of here. Brian then found Frankie shitting in the shower. <laughs> can't, can't you see I'm busy, you little Peter Puffer? I got important stuff to shit out from people. But, but Frankie, I'm in love. I need to know how to break out of here. Just, just scream like you're dying, you stupid fuck. The guards will come and then you can knock them out. Uh, take their guns and break out the window in, in the warden's office. You're the best, Frankie. I know, bitch. If I weren't shit my brains out right now, I, 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 I I'd rape you. <laughs> Brian returned to the cell, found Jack, and told him the entire plan. That sounds fucking ISIS. Help! Oh my fucking god, help me! I'm fucking dying in here, help! The gods rushed in Brian and Jack's cell and were ambushed like Jews in 1942. The poor bastards were beaten almost to death and tied up with bedsheets. Jack and Brian shot their way to the warden's office while he was wiping his lips and Frankie was putting his jumpsuit back on. Alright, you fucks. We're going, going to leave through that window or else. Give me a gun, Brian. I've got this little buddy. Brian handed his gun to Jack and mouthed the words, I love you. Jack proceeded to pistol whip Brian to the floor. A very confused Brian sobbed, bleeding on the floor of the warden's office. What? What's happening? <laughs> What's happening, Jack? I don't, I don't get it. Oh, you little fucking prick! I was only fucking me about breaking out of here. Me and the warden really wanted to put one over on you. Now me, him, and Frankie are all gonna take turns in giving you a good anal pounding. Can we get a good old-fashioned daisy chain going? No! I love you, Jack, but that's too many fucking rapes! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's like the, the darkest. Best episode of too, too many, many rapes. That was very hardcore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking hot. What a plot hot, twist. Right? Frank, Frankie was involved the whole time. Frankie. Who, who would have guessed it? Who would have guessed that guy was up to no good? Not me, man. Right? He's a good egg. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I thought he was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he got the warden hooked on heroin. <laughs> He's the orchestra. He's probably the mastermind behind everything. <laughs> I like how he keeps on, like, Brian keeps on, like, <laughs> falling for his shit. <laughs> Come on, Frank. Frankie's, Frankie's pretty fucking yeah. smart. <laughs> Jackson's fucking badass. <laughs> and the warden's a problem. <laughs> I can see the warden in, like, a leisure seat, like, just sweaty armpits. With, I see him with, like, a, an eye patch and, like, one eye. It's mm, maybe a no, he's not Neon Joe. <laughs> he's uh yeah he definitely's got Legion's Yump. Maybe he's got like a bandage. Yump yump. Yump yump. Yump. What 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 we got over him? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys do next. Go butt to butt. Robin uh, Slim Show. Not enough gay shit for one night. <laughs> it's yeah, never enough up. gay shit. Preston. Preston, what's going on, brother? Hey, you breaking equipment again or what? Oh, breaking hearts, breaking aces. I got, uh, real quick, I got something to play. Right. If I can find it, it's blah, blah, it's right here. Everyone nice. Loves Preston is taped in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, you gotta send me that sound dude. You want it, dude? You should have you should have that as a ringtone. When you do comedy, that's what should play before you go yeah. on stage. Dude, that should be it. Yeah, you gotta send me that sound That's I, great. I will, dude. Just yeah, definitely, definitely, we'll get that going. What's going on, brother? Uh, nothing. I was just um. <laughs> Working and, and trying to, to not be homeless, you know, things yeah. like that. See, I try to be homeless, and I just find families to, like, squat in their house. Like, once I go out for the mail, I run in, and I just I just stay there. They can't get rid of me. Yeah, it's pretty no, awesome. you guys have had some, some actual guests in studio. I'm quite proud of you guys. We, we, we did, and we have a new intern, too, because we're uh, euthanizing Slamborghini. <laughs> I got the cirrhosis. Who's your intern? Uh, Amanda, she won the intern for a day contest, which I thought you were going to enter. <laughs> There's just no way anybody would pay me money to fly out to Jersey. I mean, I we wouldn't. We wouldn't. <laughs> exactly. There's no way any of us would pay you. <laughs> we need to get like and and uh, we need to get a company to to sponsor that, like to sponsor. Like, Absolutely, you like, need more sponsors. Preston trips to New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> Preston trips international. We we need to exchange students. We need to get on. How do we get exchange students? That's what somebody needs to figure out. <laughs> you, you'd probably get like German guys for exchange. That's, you wouldn't get any of the Swedish chicks. That's get, what like, I want. That German guy. Yeah, that's fine. The guys that like the bare bottom spankings. Yeah, and, we, and we don't need peggings. those Swedish chicks. Yeah, no, they got hairy armpits anyway. The German men are less hairy. That's that's how you judge it. Like it's less, it's 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 more acceptable with the less hair. So explain to me the uh, the intern for the day. How'd that come about? I just got sick of Slambo and, and ran and ran the contest. I got I got uh they had to euthanize me in a couple of weeks because I, I got cirrhosis real bad from drinking too much beer <laughs> and cancer AIDS. He's got feline AIDS. He's got feline AIDS. In, in, incurable Slambo cancer. Hit <laughs> right in the center of his asshole. And my liver, it's Patient spread zero of Slamborghini <laughs> cancer. It spread from my liver to my ass. <laughs> Patient zero. 
You need a t-shirt that says patient zero. <laughs> and Robin Slim Show on the back. That's our new shirts. All right. Press it. You're a genius, bro. You've definitely given us given us a new idea. That's right. I'm a marketing guy. Okay, what can I say? So Are you still doing uh, sketchy comedy? I'm doing I'm doing a show tomorrow. Cool. I'm going to be at uh, Rosita's in Anthem in North North Phoenix. If anybody is listening and nearby, that's where I'll be with about uh, half a dozen other comics tomorrow, and just going to see who I can make laugh and who I can make uh, walk out. You know, things yeah. like that. That's that's how I live my life. <laughs> what um uh, have you come up with any new sketches or? Like how often do you do yeah, that? Yeah, I've got. I did a uh, did a new set last month at a private party. It went really, really well. Nice. So um, I'm going to see if I can tweak that a little bit. I did a I did a card trick. Now I, it, it's not magic, but it, it's just a trick. <laughs> How's that half, work? You, get, you know, if you get half the people who are drunk and they and they they don't understand what happened, and they go, "Wow, that's really good." That's how. You yeah. The other, I get my the other half of the people who aren't drunk and go. Oh, I, I know exactly how you did that. And I'm like, well, shush, shush you know. Shush. Yeah, you, you <laughs> Why aren't you drinking, motherfucker? You definitely it's flashed a, that move you did over there. It's a two-drink minimum. Right. Just pound right. them, bro. You'll be, you'll, you'll get the joke. You'll get the magic trick. <laughs> so the uh, the great thing is that I start out. I, I do this at the end of the set. I say, hey, I've got a magic trick for you, and you usually about two people groan like, uh, really. So I uh, stick to comedy, a, asshole. A woman, a woman in the front row, and I say, "Hey, is there anything in your in your purse that you can like, give me real quick? Lipstick or something?" She hand me a lipstick, held it in my hand, you know, showed it to the audience. I said, "Okay, for this trick to work properly, I need every one of you to close your eyes for about three seconds." <laughs> <laughs> so the audience does just that; they laugh, and then I count to three. And the the horrifying part is half the audience really did close their eyes. <laughs> So I walked it back over to the lady, handed it to her, and then told them to open their eyes, and they, they applauded. And then I, I said, okay, okay, okay. Then I pulled out this card. You pull out a card, you make him, you make him pretty much pick the card you want, because it's sticking out of the deck by about four inches. So like, here, pick any card you want, and the card's sticking out, like, right at him. And they try and pick something else, and you smack their fingers and just say, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Any other card, hint, hint. It's called forcing a card. Yeah. You're right, it's called pushing a card. So then, while they pick up the card, you kind of say, "You're not a rocket scientist, right? You know, you know, work for NASA. You know, not that you're bagging on them, but you just want to make the audience know that you know you're smarter this than them." Yeah. So then I, I take the card and I put the date on it. I write my initials on it, and I say, "You can put it anywhere back in the deck you want, but not on the bottom, not in the middle. Anywhere else you want, <laughs> you have to put it back in the deck, but not on the bottom, not in the middle." <laughs> and they look at me like like Amanda just did. Like, what? Like, and I'm pointing to the top of the deck, and they put it on top of the deck, put the card deck in my pocket, pull the deck of cards back out, and I say, okay, find the card I just wrote on. It's got my, na my initials and, and the date. And then they can't find the card. So I say, okay, look, if you wanted that card to go anywhere you wanted, where would you want it to go? It's got to be in this room, though. So based on how the trick works, you pro you preposition them to look somewhere else, and then you have a person in the back of the room pick up, and sure enough, they've got the card that I wrote on just oh. seconds earlier. Ah, 
It's not magic. It's just a trick. <laughs> you get enough drunk people in the room, the trick works out pretty well. Yeah. How, how do you get them to look somewhere else? You just go, hey, what's that? Fire. Fire. <laughs> just... Well, generally, you tell them, oh, it's right here. And you, you point to space <laughs> because they think they're too drunk to look at a card floating in the air. Yeah. And you say, it's right there. And it, it's, it's moving. And you, you point to air, like above people's heads, and they're actually looking around like, what? What, what am I missing? <laughs> Real quick, we got a video to play, uh, uh, Preston, and you can play it muted. We can keep talking, because it just looks like it's more of a visual. All right, let me it's, uh, sure. it's a man on his knees making out with a midget. Matt, oh. Mel Matt Meller just sent it to me, so I think it's, uh, I think it's worth bigger? watching. <laughs> What's that? I, I'm trying to figure out this way I can make it bigger. I can open it. Yeah, messages. Spank Slambo. <laughs> did that already. No more. I've done that too much today. I did that before the show and during the show. Once is more than enough. Yeah. Right. It's a man on his knees, Preston. Oh, I gotta go back because at first, at, like the picture, it just looks wow. like a normal. It looks like two normal sized people yeah. making out. And then no, when you doesn't. play the video, nobody's ass is at somebody's pecs. <laughs> oh, right. good, good point. <laughs> you got me. It's a man making out with a midget on oh, his this knees. Is hot. <laughs> a fucking, I don't know. What is that? What is this like? Is this a, like a modeling show? Is that, like, a, is that, a, is that a nightclub? Is yeah. it a show? I'm looking at it right now. That's some heavy kissing, man. Oh, it is. Some now, did she, uh, where did she get those clothes? I mean, if you're not sure, where do you go get clothes? Where, where do you get that slambo? Uh, I don't know. That's, <laughs> the kid's slutty section. He slapped her ass. At the Halloween <laughs> store. The slutty kid's section. I love awesome how he... tots are us. <laughs> is that a cat and jack <laughs> <laughs> or an Oshkosh Bagosh <laughs> stripper boots. Oh, <laughs> they have their own slutty midget line. <laughs> but it's still, it's Oshkosh. Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> slutty midgets. <laughs> oh, fuck. Would you do that, Slim? Would you make out with that midget? Yeah, I would. Good. I don't get any other action, so if the bitch is going to throw herself at me, I might as well. You can get rough with that bitch, bro. You can yeah. throw that bitch around. You can I don't know. I'm a little well, she might be busy. Around. I mean, the, the guy, on the other hand, he's probably free. You're probably better off with the guy. Yeah. He'd be way easier. Yeah, yeah I think you're right, Preston. <laughs> right up your alley, bro. I think guys are more into me than girls anyway, so. Was there a link to his personal Facebook page in the video? Or... We can set this up. <laughs> Preston, what did you do for your wife for Mother's Day? We I cooked your breakfast in bed. We just had a, a nice leisurely weekend here in the house. It was really nice. So, nice. Not that it was um, no slash, like no hanging out with slash. Yeah, not not this year. Um, they are coming back, you know, for another North American tour. I, I heard they they spent like half a billion dollars on this tour. You should take That's her to see Deantward. You should take your wife to see Deantward. You ever see them? I have not seen that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a surprise for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it D word or die? I thought D. It was okay, D. Yeah, it's spelled die. Back in the day, what's Guar that? Was you saw Guar with Guar? your wife, dude. I love Guar, man. They're like one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Dude, I, I just pulled up your live shot. How many 
empty beer bottles has Swambo killed over there. Oh, my God. And he just got here. Look at this shit. And he's got to drive to uh, probation in a few minutes. <laughs> and he's driving us to probation as well. And and, and he's going to piss for us, too, because like, we've done too much. <laughs> He's done less than us, shockingly. Love, it's the intern's what job I love to about stay your table right ish. now is the empty beer bottles and one giant bottle of water sitting in front of a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classy ass bitch. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, what you don't realize is all those empty bottles are actually from Amanda. Oh, <laughs> that's like the M Night Shyamalan. I was twist. just gonna say plot twist. <laughs> okay, to pick on Amanda just for a second, did you walk into the store and say, "I need beer bottles to match this hair color"? Yes, and they I said, did. Oh, these are right over here. I only specifically uh, touch things that are my colors. So <laughs> black, green. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's, that's like Slambo's so, if, if, if nobody can see your picture on TV right now, that sounds so horrifying. Only my color's black and green. It's really not really romantic for a girl. I'm just letting yeah, you know. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Preston, we gotta wrap this up, dude. Preston? Yep. <laughs> we gotta wrap it up, bro. Guys, um, yeah, I'll be at Rosati's tomorrow. You can find me on Facebook, Preston Gunderson. Find me on Twitter at Preston Gun, and find me on Instagram at Preston Gun Comedy. Um, there's obviously two Preston Gundersons out there. I'm not the good-looking one. There's what? a real good-looking kid in Minnesota. I'm oh, the other guy. I forgot we so, did find him. I found him. Right. He was a jerk-off. <laughs> He's from Minnesota. He has nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Anytime. Anytime. Talk to you. Uh, you're, you're taking off this summer, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll take a few months off for Slambo to go to rehab. Uh, right, probation rehab. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's the know, only deal. It's only plea bargain. I'm not going. <laughs> the only plea bargain me. he can make. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye, brother. Later, Preston. All right. Bye, Amanda. Love you. Bye. Everybody loves Amanda. That's going to be the next. That'll next. be the next one. Everybody loves Dude, a man. Send me that sound bite. I will, bro. Remind me. Okay. All right. Message me your email, bro. All right. Later. Hey, Slambo. Yeah. You want to see some cool shit, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then get ready to embrace the weird at embracetheweird.design and check out everything they have to offer. Embrace the weird has stuff like uh, women's and men's clothes of all sorts, wall paintings, skateboards, and more. And they also have the artwork uh, from the genius mind and hands of Brian A. Bernard. So go right now to EmbraceTheWorld.Design. Ah, oh, sorry. Fuck. You're going you're gonna to fix this, I know. It's EmbraceTheWeird.Design and check it out, bro. Yeah! <laughs> this is Elmo, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Hey, kids. Show me on me where they touched you. Robin Slim Show. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Sarah? I'm I'm good. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I was super excited about it today, and I'm actually a little bit nervous. Wow. Why is that? Yeah. Well, yes, that's why, hence why I called you guys like a minute too soon. I don't know if it's the dominatrix thing that's coming out in me, but I'm like so meticulous about time. 
Oh. I'm just kidding. So how are you? Are you well? We're good. How are you? I'm very good. What are you guys up to? I love the show, by the way, just to let you know. I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you thank much. you. Who's your favorite character of the show? Well, I guess, um, I don't want to say that because then I'm going to alienate something. Oh, but no, I would have to fine. say it's Rob. That's Whoa, nice. Why, nice, nice, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you? What are you up to? All right, we're just, just doing our show. Mm. Uh, awesome. you, you got a show too, Sarah? Excuse me? You do a podcast? I do, I do have a podcast. It's called Must Love Fetish, and it is actually currently in its, I think it's the 12th episode that I released today. And it's actually quite fitting because it's on Red Nose Day. I did a clown fetish episode. So you guys should go and, and listen. It's pretty cool. I had Brokus the clown on the show. <laughs> what and, does he do? Yeah. Or she do? What does he do? Yeah. Well, he um, he dresses up like a clown. And that's sort of... It's interesting because you get people who just dress up like a clown. So I don't know if you guys have seen all the videos circulating on YouTube of people just, you know, playing pranks. Like, like, um, yeah, like right. scary clowns. Yeah, the scary clown thing, that's not what he is. He's a kinky clown. And so, <laughs> he is so amazing. Oh, my God. So, I am literally, well, I used to be terrified of clowns. I was shaking when I did this interview. I was like, I don't know how I'm, how I'm going to be okay with it. Because whenever I think clown, I think either it or John Wayne Gacy. And so this was pretty damn amazing. Like we did a video, we did a video interview and he had full on clown makeup. So did I, we boasted our, you know, clown makeup and he made me feel so comfortable. Wow. But kinky clowns like pie in the face, you know, they like to, to play games with each other and be all, all kinky. kinky. <laughs> did, you say, did you say kinky clowns like pie in the face? So like what, what, why they're like, like pie in the face is something very very sexual like it can and it also you know what was really cool for me okay so i deal primarily with bdsm related topics yes mostly like it always sort of comes back into the podcast in some way or another and with brokers i was like do you guys do you know do you guys do bdsm when it comes to kinky clown stuff and he's like yeah you can tie someone up with a balloon and you know, they could, and, and then I remember reading an article about the kinky clowns where they have like foot worship, like, like shoe worship, like but clown they wear shoes. a big clown shoe. <laughs> it's really fun. I, I just, I, it blows my mind. So I have a very different perception of clowns. What is your favorite, like what is your favorite fetish, Sarah? Oh my gosh. This is a very interesting one because I was very vanilla before I started doing phone sex. Really? But I would very, very, very vanilla. And then I I sort of just opened my world to all of these things. But how I started with it was I put a picture of my legs up on my profile, and that was it. That was the only picture I had. And for some reason, I kept on getting these, you know, these guys who would call me and say, please, will you humiliate me? Please, will you... I don't know, like spew words about my small penis, and, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I, I was like, "Well, I better start educating myself because ninety percent of my clientele want me to humiliate them. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm wow. gonna, you know, I'm gonna read up about it." And that's how I got into domination. I, um, I started, you know, educating myself on BDSM, but that's not my favorite one. My favorite one is technosexual. I love the fembot fetish. Oh, wow. I love it. Yes. And so my, how my fetish comes into it is 
I actually like the idea of being what they call a sleeper. So I am a fembot who thinks she's a human being, but then she's actually a fembot. And like throughout, maybe she's having sex or whatever. She figures out, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not really a human being. I'm a fembot. And then she starts glitching. It's very weird. I know. So like some Westworld I mean, type of, shit. Uh, that's I know. Yeah. So, so that's really, that's what I'm kind of into. I just, I have fun with it because it's very creative and sometimes it kind of breaks the mold of regular boring fun sex. How, how do you portray that? Like, how do you do that? Like, well, the first time I got this particular caller, I was, I was so shocked. I was like, I have no idea. Like, I've never heard of this before. Like, I yeah. knew of like ro sex robots, but I didn't really know how, how do you do a role play like that? Yeah. And, um, and I was like, do you want me to do the voice? And he was like, oh, please God, no. <laughs> and uh, I thought, because there are technosexuals who actually really like the voice. And they like the whole meticulous and sort of like repetitive thing. Whereas he was more about, no, I want you to be as real as possible. Okay. And that just turned me on. I was like, ooh, I think I like... And then I would start glitching and I would repeat words for him and... It was just really hot. Like, wow. I get hot just thinking about that. Yeah. It's a sexy one. I know. You guys are probably like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Our intern, Slamborghini, is bright red right now. <laughs> He's also... Got he got spanked earlier, too, uh, uh, Sarah. He got bare bottom spanked earlier in the show. You got what? He just told us that was his fetish, and he also likes uh, that's, uh, that's, Daisy Chains. It's not true at all. The Daisy Jane part, or oh my God. The, and the spanking part—the spanking part—it would have been good if it wasn't slim. Are you saying no, you want a man to spank him? Amazing. No, there's a whole category on the site for spanking. Spanking is a big, big fetish, and it's I was actually thing. thinking of having that on the show very soon. Cool. So you guys should tell me if I should do it because I, I put out a ridiculous poll on Twitter today that has been doing not well at all. I had anticipated actually getting some votes. I think two people voted. And one was for giant tests and one was for amputee. Because I put out nuggets for Yeah, I wanna see what people would be interested in learning about and so I love the giant test one. I actually get a lot of giant test calls. Giant what? Giant taste is, is where you, you know, you're attracted to somebody of bigger stature. My or friend Rick. Or smaller. My friend Rick's like um, that. Like, he likes, like, taller women. Girls, yeah. yeah. No, but this is different. This is like, you know, I will, I'll actually shrink someone during the fantasy. I might mm -hmm. feed them something or... Feed them something? I might put them under a strobe light and they become really, really, really small. And then I, you know... I'll put my boot on them or I'll have them walk over my body and it's like this massive, I mean, my tits would be so big. What about Tiny sense? Slambo? Tiny <laughs> Slambo, would you be into tiny. that? Here, wait, we got this. Go ahead, Tiny Slambo. <laughs> Fuck it. Ah! Bring them giant bitches. Guys, there's so many different fetishes that no I, one knows about. That is a Giant weird one. Is quite common. Actually, I've never heard that. You talking about that? Um, from uh, years ago, I used to listen to a show called Opie and Anthony, and Anthony said when he was younger, he had a fantasy of being like shrunk and being inside a woman's vagina. <laughs> 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 but that's giant taste. 
that falls within the giant taste category. Like, that, that falls within the fetish. Like, you can actually beautiful. climb into the giant taste's vagina. Wow. Isn't That's it cool? cool? You don't think it's cool? I think it's so cool. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I get lost in these, in these role plays. Like, I really just go with it. I just explore it to the fullest extent. So, yeah, you guys are very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the beginning of it. <laughs> but, yeah, so so it's cool. I yeah. I like it. What are your fetishes? I'm going to turn this on you now. Good. I want to know what, what to drives first. you guys crazy. Slim's a sloppy party bottom. No, I actually, <laughs> I do have a very very weird one. And it's just, a, it, it's just like in porn. I don't think I would really ever act on this because it's weird but i like this is so stupid and no it's not it's, it's, it's your a, thing it's, it's stupid it's probably a little rapey <laughs> but but dude i like i don't know superheroine porn where the superheroine gets beat and the supervillain just like dominates her like i, I don't know i'm sorry or like hypnosis oh you like like, like rough shit yeah like i kind of no, like i love that. it i love right. it i think it's great you should call me sometime and we should uh we should explore that yeah that'd be really nice don't you think yeah <laughs> i like turn it bright red so. because i'm not even lying like this is like no you shouldn't be lying why would you lie what's your slam well i know that you guys have seen my pictures Yes. You must have looked. You must have been curious about my profile. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. Mm. Pretty wild, pretty fun. <laughs> and, yeah, I think I it with, a, like, a lot of different role plays. I do, I don't know. Am I allowed to cuss on the show? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I was just, because I know that you got, like, I was just, I just wanted to be sure about this. But, yeah, so I do something called a conservative housewife fuck start, which is, amazing like so many people love it so i'm like this church going lady who's probably the wife of the pastor and then she yeah she gets really down and dirty with me you know congregation yeah pa pastor porn <laughs> like is pretty fucking odd that's some good <laughs> shit i mean it's pretty damn hot and yeah. then she you know you would you would suspect this woman to to not have sex at all but mm. she's like very wild. I like, and, and then there's obviously like the more vanilla ones, like the yoga instructor. Mm -hmm. You know, you get guys who sort of like that as well. And then you get stuff like the giant taste or the quicksand uh, fetish, which is also one of my favorites. I love doing the quicksand fetish. What's that? Um, well, quicksand, it's sort of like a damsel in distress kind of fetish for me. But it's about seeing somebody get submerged, like become submerged in quicksand and not having any control over it. So there's like also a form of domination in there. Because hmm. it's like the helpless female in the quicksand. I, I have another one Vice, that's... I don't know if you guys know Vice. Vice actually did a documentary Vice. on the fetish. And that was oh, amazing. Wow. Um, so I would like, I'll send you the links afterwards. Yeah. Because it's so, like it's really interesting. It's like mind blowing. But Hollywood actually started that fetish. Wow. Um, <laughs> with Tarzan and Jane. Yeah, Jane and Tarzan, whatever. Oh, And okay. so it's, yeah. So it sort of originated from there. People were watching the film and they said, oh my God, I'm aroused by this. It's very interesting. And then a whole like porn category, you know, developed from that. 
Nice. What's your other one? I mean, I, I guess you can that you can fetish you can fetishize. Is that the right word? Yes. Any sort of object or thing, really. If you think about it, that's why I came across clowns. I was like, yeah. no one is going to have a fetish for that, and boom, there it was. <laughs> I, I have another one that's really, really weird. It's been more of a recent thing, and I don't even know, like, if I just saw a video. I was like, this is strange, but I kind of like it. Oh, it's, uh, it's another one that's just really rapey. Uh, <laughs> ready? You keep going back to the rapey. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a real just problem. Like, cause it's, it's just like, oh my God. I don't know why, and I don't know what it is, but this is like, just like, this turns me on for whatever reason. It's fucking weird, but. Oh my God. Right? Time stop porn, where the guy like gets like a, No, like the guy gets like a watch where he can stop time <laughs> and he'll like freeze the girl <laughs> and just do so her. And then like, the, like, like and, but but like that the thing awesome. the thing that really like I I don't like just straight up time stop. I like like the dude puts his dick in the girl's mouth and then he unfreezes her and she's got a dick in her mouth <laughs> no, and she's just like oh what, what is happening right oh and then he like fucking <laughs> freezes her again and just continues fucking her mouth. No. So. No, that you say that guys because with the technosexual thing sometimes i'll get like frozen or he'll turn me off but turn off and like not in not not in a sexual i mean like he literally turns the power button off yeah and then i'm like and i'm like dead quiet <laughs> and you can still see in my eyes like the excitement of you know i'm just like I don't know. It's just such a fun. It's a really fun fetish. What's your slambo? Um, Mine's. And then he unfreezes me, and I have to like wake up. Right, and you're like, yeah. "What's going on? So, like, what? what are you doing?" To me? Mine's you honestly stick in my mouth. Anything <laughs> with milfs in it. How did this happen? Oh, you just like milfs? Anything, anything with milfs in it. It could be almost anything, as long as there's a milf in it. Well, I do a milf. Yeah, I do a milf fetish as well. I'm the, you know, the neighbor, the new neighbor next door whose husband isn't paying any attention to her. <laughs> so, it's a classic. so there's like a young college guy, like a real frat boy. And it... I, yeah, I teach him the ropes. Like I show him the ropes. Slambo's like the yard kind of guy, very... the pool guy. Mm -hmm. Like Slambo's like the guy you got to like clean up your yard. <laughs> exactly, the pool guy. And it's interesting. I did, I did one on cuckolding just very recently. And I didn't have an intro for the show, and I was like, what am I going to do? And so I literally took about 10 minutes. I just created two characters, Peggy and Judy. They're like 50s housewives in England, very conservative. And Judy asks, you know, Ju oh, Peggy says to Judy, I have a little bit of a secret, you know. My husband Tom asked me to, to peg him. And I think it's very fitting that her name is Peggy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and so then, then Judy reveals, you know, that she's doing the pool boy. And then the other one says, oh, you know, Judy. And then she goes, in front of my husband. And then it's like, oh, my God, Judy. Like, it's, uh, it's really cool. So you guys can listen to the intro. Because it explains, it explains the hypocrisy of what people go through. Everyone's like BDSM. Like, they'll hear the term BDSM or fetish. And they go, oh, God, that's not for me. Thank you very much. And then meanwhile, back at the ranch, um, are you not already <laughs> doing some of those things in your relationship? You just didn't know it. Yeah. You know? So stop being hypocrites, guys. Just embrace sex. Be positive <laughs> about it. <laughs> but anyway. So, yeah. So that's that's interesting that you guys... Um, I like the um, I like the pie one. I think I'm going to explore that further. The, the time stop thing? <laughs> yeah. 
I actually just thought of. I have one more. Oh my god! I have a whole fucking list. I'm just gonna leave. It's the rest of the show. I have actually one more. This is another one that's been a recent. You know what it is? I lost a lot of porn, and I guess you get bored. I guess you get bored of one thing, so you gotta find something else. Yeah. But but the other thing that I've been into lately, and again, it's probably a little rapey, but like this one. <laughs> the other one is shoplifter porn. Girl steal steals from us. Yeah. Well, so, so are you gonna pay for this? Let me explain. Yeah, that's what oh, it is. God. The girl steals, and the guy gets her in the security office, and he's like, "You're gonna go to jail," and she's like, "I don't want to go to jail." He's like, "Well, I have ways we can get out of jail." He likes the plot. And, he likes the plot. Like, the know, story is very just, important. It is that story. Is so that's what it is. No, because my mind immediately went to the actual like shoplifting being the fetish. Like, no, 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 no. No, it's the security. I like watching bitches shoplift. Yeah, no, it's, it's the it's the ideal of of, of of this fucking security guard. Like, well, now you and, and like I, I like the ones this? where the girls are really like where they really acted out. Where they're like, I really don't want to do this, but I don't want to go to jail. So they're like real kind of like like. He's he's just got to tell him like oh Jill, like tell me like oh I love that big uh, cock in my throat and she just says like very defeated she's like oh, I, I love your big cock in my throat I think that's Slim's new intro yeah well she's doing it needs to cut that I've never even heard of that but I guess you can put sort of any situation in any right. sort of corner as well I guess watch I out for this I guess guy I, just, I guess I just need a story I don't know. <laughs> Very cool. No, I like it. <laughs> I think I'm actually going to add that to my profile tonight. So thank you. I'm going to be like, I do shoplifter <laughs> fantasies as well. Time stoppers. Time stoppers. Superhero. Search for shoplifter, and it's probably going to be you. <laughs> cool. I mean, I'm down for it. How many more you got, Slim? <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm done. Keep it going. So, let's, Amanda, would you like to share? Do you, Do you have any? Um, it's kind of rapey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, but yeah, like BDSM and stuff. I don't know. It's, I don't really consider it like fetishized any more to that extent, really. It's not like I'm into clowns and shit. (laughs) Right. And also like BDSM is, it's so interesting because I just had, a guy on the show, Master Severin Kane. I, like I listened to him. He, he was amazing. Yeah, he's been a BDSM practitioner since 2006. Like he's been so active in the community. And he's just great because he's really pro, you know, teaching and enlightening people about it because they, you know, there's such a stigma surrounding BDSM. And then now with that Fifty Shades of Grey and Fifty Shades of Lord Knows What that came out, you know, the it's film garbage. itself, he said, really attracted people to BDSM, which was a good thing, because then they can open their minds about it. But the character was not at all what a dominant man should be. So it's interesting. I think um, I think there's such a misperception around, mm. around BDSM and just around kinks and fetishes in general. Sorry, like, he's not I mean, laughing at you, Sarah. Uh, one of my friends just texted me, Slim would like landlord porn. It's like shoplifting, but with rent money. <laughs> landlord porn? Oh, God. If I think of my landlord, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of mm, interesting. So, Very interesting. I, 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 can, to... I can imagine that working out. I can see, you know, having to 
to sort of pay in sexual favors because my, my rent is late. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sexy. I'm, I'm curious but with the though. that I currently have, no. <laughs> when, when you said uh, that, like, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, Amanda, who just said she likes, like, the BDS, and she's just like, it's garbage. Like, what? Like, that movie was well, garbage? Well, yeah, because, again, well, the books in general, all of it is, again, as she said, it's not what, like, a dominant man should be. It's kind of like an, no. an it's from an no, outside perspective. It's not yeah, someone who actually, like, a broken in, man instead of, like, a dominant man? Yeah, he's just kind of a douche. Just trying to hurt <laughs> women? <laughs> like, he's a total douche. You know what the thing is? Like, he... I love that actor, though. God, he, that act. I'm just going to come out and say it, but that actor gets me so wet. I'm sorry. I have to just, <laughs> Jamie Dornan is amazing. But the thing with the character is what's really wrong with it is he's somebody who looks like at any moment he's going to snap. Like, he's not in control. And that's just a dangerous situation. Yeah, no, he's going to keep and her also, locked in his basement yeah, one day. He just doesn't go, he just doesn't seem sane. And it's the book. It's the writing. But... Yeah, I don't know. He's so good looking, but I, I guess I would, I would submit to him. I don't know. Yeah, I'd let it's him not... be a douche. It's fine. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he can, he can be a douche to me. I don't care. But yeah. So... Yeah, no. Maybe, the, maybe I need to rethink this. Movie wasn't so bad. <laughs> I would, I would let that happen. I'd sign his ninety million him, page contract. The costing was phenomenal. <laughs> he's, he's great. But yeah. So, what other fetishes do you guys want to know about? Well, hold on. Rob is the only one who hasn't told us what his fetishes are, so we gotta. We're, we're still kind of circling around the yeah, table. Yeah, we're still Grand circling. Grand finale. Oh. Make it good. We have to see yeah. what Rob's fetishes are. Oh, I like the little girl fetish. I like to be. I like <laughs> to be the daddy. I love oh it. My God. School girl outfit and all. Yeah, it, oh doesn't, it depends. Yeah, I hate but... those. I always get. I always get the creepies. I had a, a guy who I swear was Ted Bundy reincarnated. <laughs> um, <laughs> he called me, and I. You know, I actually the first time, and I was very polite to him, and I was just like, oh, I'm not going to sleep for three weeks. But anyway, um, so I, you know, hung up the phone after he actually hung up first. Thank God, because um, you get you get bad feedback if you hang up. On oh. But anyway, so what happened was he actually called me about three months later, and luckily I had made a note, and I said, this is Ted Bundy, please do not answer, just to remind myself. <laughs> and I actually sent him a note saying, oh, you know, thanks Ted Bundy, but I'm not really in the mood for you today, and I just <laughs> never heard from him again. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> done. But yeah, you get some really creepy, you get some, some really creepy guys. At least he didn't um, really like that you called him Ted Bundy and like hit you up every day after that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. He could have liked that before. She knows what I'm into. <laughs> How'd she know? Probably, that's probably his thing. Yeah. So, so I, I would definitely have been coining it because he would have, but apparently he didn't like it because I did not hear from him ever again. So, <laughs> the truth hurts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sarah, would you be able to uh, simulate a phone sex call with Slim? Well, I could definitely do it, but let me be honest with you. The phone sex call, so when I, I want to just tell you guys a story because when I first started out, I thought that there was a voice that goes with the whole phone sex thing. Yeah. So I practiced for like a week before I started working. I actually went, hi, big boy. Huh? And I was like, oh, God, this is so wrong. Like, I can't do this. And so you'll be surprised to know that a phone sex, a phone sex call sounds like what we are doing right now. Just like right now? Yes. Well, with me. I don't know what the other girls are like. Yeah. I don't know what they do. But I do this. I'm just myself. I mean, it's sort of 
goes into some sexy talk. Okay. And maybe some mutual masturbation. And yeah, I think you can hear like the difference in my voice, but I really can't tell you how, you know, oh, there's like no, how it should sound. there's no I mean, I formula to it. There's no formula to it because I have some guys who really like it to be very slutty. And then I have some men who call me and it's like a girlfriend experience. I'll be like, hey, baby, I love you. How are you? Wow. And I'm like, I'm good. And then we just like talk about our day. But it really all depends on what your fetish is or what your kink is. And then we can go based, based on that. Like, hey, for rent. instance, if you say to me, you're going to be the landlord. I, can be like, <laughs> <laughs> I know his landlord. It's scary. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. No, I feel the same. Don't worry. I feel you guys. But what? yeah, so so it pretty much is this way. But yeah. I could be like, "Hey, Slim, how are you?" And then he'll, you know, I mean, you can talk to me. You can tell me about your fantasies. What do you? What turns you on? Go get him, Tiger. This is really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should just let go because here's the thing: like it becomes it becomes a safe space for these right. men because they get to talk to me about. Things that they wouldn't necessarily be able to discuss with their spouses or partners in fear of being shunned. Or radio So show. with me, it's like, and because it's <laughs> right. anonymous. Like, yes. I mean, for you, it's not anonymous She's, right now. Everyone right, well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, what, like what makes this uncomfortable <laughs> most for me is like... <laughs> family's two, locked. Yeah, two dudes, a pretty girl, and it's just like, oh, it's, like yeah, let's all watch me. We all just <laughs> shared our fetishes with each other. We're yeah. fine. We're comfortable. Yeah, I had a creepy one. So. I would say we're a family, but that's still kind of fucking weird. That's right. even hot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about fetishes, but yeah, so so I mean it's pretty simple. Usually when I have a first time caller, I start out with mutual masturbation because I have a lot of guys who are incredibly nervous about the phone call, right. and I'll make it yeah. fun for them. I'll be like, "What did you do today? Like, what are you thinking about? How is your cock feeling right now? You know, just like you know, I'm, my, I'm my, my cock is feeling serious. very like, nervous, nervous right now. I'm on live radio here. This is yeah, yeah. All right, so let me see. Let me see if I can really, really get into this and more. I've never. I don't even know what just, phone sex is. Just, just close your eyes. Just, just pretend yeah. you're. No, Anthony. I didn't even know it existed. Just, just pretend you're Anthony I, I, Weiner. <laughs> Carlos Danger. Please, please Carlos call Danger. me Carlos Danger. All right. No, well, well. So like this is like. Let me do this the way that I would for the first time. Set this up as so, a Carlos Danger yeah. thing. Make her be so, Carlos I, Danger's I friend. So wait, sorry. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm going to pretend like I'm calling you for the first time I've decided, you know what, the porn is getting old, I need something different, um, I'm going to try yeah. like a, se- a, a sex phone line, so so uh, I'm calling you, answer the phone like you would during a sex call. Alright, I'd say, hi, this is Sarah. Hi, uh, uh, uh Sarah, this is, um, a, a Slim, and, uh, hi, Slim. I don't believe we've spoken before, have we? No, no. Uh, this is my first time dealing with. Like, uh, I mean, doing this, and uh, I'm sorry. This is very embarrassing, but like, I've never done the oh, sex no, phone no, thing. No. And no, please relax. Like, I don't okay. want you to be embarrassed at all. This is just, you know, something fun between us. You don't have to tell anyone about this. Okay, cool. That's good. Yeah. Um, so you can tell me. You can tell me anything. Like, what is it that? Let's start off with how was your day? Was it good? My day was uh, all right. Um, I I did uh, I do a, a radio show called the Robin Slim Show, and, oh, and so okay. we you know we did that and we just uh, finished the show and I I'm really I'm feeling a little stressed and usually like after the show 
before I do like any editing, I like to like you know watch some porn and masturbate. But today, like I just wasn't feeling the porn. Oh, this is so weird. Right. And, and you know, I, I was like, I'll call. It's not I'll... intimate enough. Right, right. It wasn't intimate enough, and uh, you know, no girls want to fuck me. So I figured, like, well, maybe I'll talk to. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm pretty sure I would want to fuck you though. Oh. Would you? Just so you know. So you have two options here. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna just lay it out there. Either we could watch a little bit of porn together. Okay. So we could choose a video together and then actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I will masturbate with you. You know, because I like to do that. By the way, right now I'm wearing black yoga pants. Okay. No panties. Um, I'm wearing a white tank top and no bra. And do you like yoga pants? I- yeah, yeah, yoga pants are all right. I like like yoga pants. You are so fun because you're so honest. Right. <laughs> you know what I would do is I think that we should rather do a mutual masturbation session. So I want you to tell me what your cock feels like right now. Um, feels limp. <laughs> oh, really? Fuck. <laughs> well, uh, let's get it hard for you then. What turns you on? Tell me about your fantasies. My fantasies. I like to, um, like, I want to, you know, I think, this is, this is weird, but I, I, uh, I guess I, I don't feel, uh, um, uh, very, very powerful, but I like to, like, that's why, like, I guess my fantasies, I fantasize of being, you know, kind of in control and kind of being powerful. Like, like, I want to oh. be, like, this is weird, but I, I like the idea of, like, if I was, like, a super villain and I had this crazy evil plot and a superhero... Yeah. Uh, came to stop me, stop my, foil my evil plans, and, uh, but I was too powerful for her, and I managed to dominate her mind with my mind control, and she's very, she's very resistant to it, and she's trying to face it, but she's trying to fight it, but she can't resist, and so she, so, right, yeah. Yeah. So what would she, what would she do for you? Would she get to suck your cock? I think so, at first, yeah, that's what I would, she doesn't want to, but she can't help it, and I pull my dick right. out, and she's trying to kind of, kind of push away from it, and and she's like, I can't resist it, and then she, yeah, we'll start like, yeah, sucking it. I bet yeah. it's an amazing, I, I bet it's an amazing cock. But just tell me about it. Um, would you want it to be slow, or would you want her to, to sort of ravish your dick? What would you want? Um, it would be like because she can't like at first it would be a little sl- slow because she's trying to resist, and then eventually okay. she just gives in, and yeah, she just ravishes. Ravages All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we could uh, we could definitely explore that. So, what is she wearing? Can I wear a tiny little skirt? Can I wear like a yeah. super superhero well, outfit as well? Well, Almost I like a Wonder Woman. Yeah, like a Wonder Woman cape. I like capes, so she would be wearing. Right. You would be wearing like a cape, like a bright red cape, and maybe yeah, like a like a Supergirl thing. So like you know like. Well, blue. why don't you take that? Why don't you take that cape off and tie my hands above my head? Or wouldn't you need that because you have superpowers, right? Well, yeah, I do, I do, so, but, but, um, yeah, I think you're right there, I wouldn't have to, I'd probably leave the cape, the cape would stay on, and you're just under my control right now, and you can't resist, and it would be like, um, so I would be telling you, like, you know, no, like, you'd be sucking my dick, and I would just say something like, you know, now you're gonna, you're gonna suck my dick until I come in your mouth. Well, that sounds really delicious. And are you sure this is the first time you've called the forensic site? Because it seems like you've really got this fantasy down in detail. 
<laughs> I've never called a sex phone line before. No, no, this is my first time. I've just fantasized this a lot. Okay, good. Yeah, but it's uh, so what I would do in this situation is I would do exactly as my caller wants. Right. And I would do, you know, I would tell you exactly how I was going to suck you, and then we would probably end up coming together. <laughs> So that's it. That's fun. Well, I'm not really doing it justice with this fantasy. Yeah. So right. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be fault. like it is my fault. I don't. I. I. I honestly don't know how I would go about. Somebody like just phone. say come. I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't know how I would really go about like phone no, sex. No, I want so that's you to like, remember this. No, but this is what a regular caller would sound like. Really? You know what I mean? Okay. Because yeah, because yeah, I did. I did try to do that. I tried to really think about, like, like I tried to block out the fact that there were other people here. That's right. why I went outside. I was trying to oh, no. go in your room and call them. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was staying the whole like, time. I got to see this. Oh, my God. Not even no, Every word. <laughs> no, here's the thing, Slim. I think if they weren't around, you and I would have had a really, really good time right now. I'm being serious. Sorry, I can't because block just you. <laughs> Everyone's listening in on my phone sex conversation. This is quite awkward. Yeah, maybe I'll call you after the show for real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how your fantasy started. You said you were just done with work. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just finished the show. Right. That's his real Let plan. That was. It was I'm not deep. like that was, was his schedule after this. I was this. prepping. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Sarah. That was that was very fun. Sarah, I heard you say uh, in, in in that one show with uh, with uh, Seven Kane that um, there's a lot of fake doms. Like, yes. What is uh what is a fake dom? Oh my gosh! So I I get this quite often where you'll get somebody who's obviously very unhappy in their everyday lives, and so they want to take it out on a phone sex operator, and so they'll call and. He'll say, usually they have like a name where it's like Sir or Dom this or, and anyway, I usually, and it's not all of them with those names, but yeah. I usually know right off the bat when it's going to be somebody who's going to be verbally abusive instead, oh. you know, sort of like a Ted Bundy kind of guy, mm. um, instead of, you know, as you see Master Seven Kane spoke about, I love how I'm calling him Master, he's actually a good friend now, um, he's all about consent and like making somebody feel really comfortable whereas with these guys they'll be like i'm gonna punish you punish you and i'm like okay well where's my reward yes you know what am i being punished for i haven't done anything wrong and then they'll go well you don't get a reward and i'll say well you're not a real dumb like learn the bdsm rules what what are you know, some of like, the rewards that are that a real dom would well get? a reward would obviously it really depends on the sub everyone has different rewards that they would enjoy but for me for instance i like giving a man pleasure I really do, and so my reward would be to please him in a loving and, you know, mm. very intimate way. Whereas with another submissive, a reward could be a spanking. You never know. Right. It, it really depends on, on Just each person. Just the situation, okay. Right. I so liked his, uh, his uh, what did he say? He pictures himself having wings that entrap the sub, but also yes. protect them. Like, that's, that's fucking dope. Mm. Isn't that cool? Because I thought about that before. I was like, because really a, cool. a dominant has to be really protective of their submissives. It's like the same with my with my submissives. I really care about how they do in life, like what they do and how they, because it's it's almost it becomes a very intimate relationship, and and that's why I have a lot of repeat callers. I don't just do. I, I mean, I do get like one one off calls, but. 
for the most yeah. part, I get I really build up a strong connection with these callers, and I know exactly what it is that they like, what makes them tick. I even have one submissive that I watch Masters of Sex with almost every night. What is that? You know, and you know the show Masters of Sex. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've never heard you of should, that. You should check it out. It's on Showtime. It's really good. Um, I'm studying human sexuality, so for school I have to watch Masters of Sex, and. I watch this with my submissive over Skype. We'll watch it together and we'll be like, oh, that's so, you know, this is amazing because it's like a bonding time for us as Just well. Just spending time together. Yeah, that's cool. That's Spending cool. time with someone. And that's why, like, I know, I know all of my callers and my clients on a very personal level. That's and the most important thing you can give somebody is, is time. The most intimate, that? the most intimate and important thing you can give somebody is your time. Absolutely. I agree with you. And, you know, a lot of times I think people get so wrapped up in the amount of money that they make that they forget to invest in relationships. Right. Yeah. So they'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to up my rate to like 6 or $7 a minute and totally just, you know, um, fool this guy into thinking that I care about him. The thing is, guys are very, very intuitive. They know when you're bullshitting. They're not going to call you again. Whereas mm. with me, it's different. I like rather give a little bit of my free time to someone because I know it's going to become a relationship and we're both going to benefit from it because I'm also getting turned on by this. Hmm. It's not just him. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It might be different with other girls, but that's my perspective on the whole thing. Yeah. Do you feel that a lot of, like, phone sex operators don't respect guys? Like, they're just, they're just playing them? I don't know. You know, I've wanted to call several just to, you know, sort of suss it out. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that they're genuinely, I mean, I, next week on the show, I have a girl, um, Ryder doll. She's one of the girlfriend experiences on the site. Amazing, amazing woman. She's just like a super creative, just like marketing guru. I, I have a bit of a crush on her, but I know that she's very similar to what I am. Like I actually like to build up the relationship and she does, she does too, but it, that's also like a very dangerous thing because then you get men who fall in love with you. Ah, yeah. And it becomes a, ooh, like if somebody leaves you feedback and they see another name or, you know, just like personal things where, where they'll go, oh, who, who were you just on the phone with? I actually had someone who was like that. Wow. And I had to end the relationship because he would watch my phone line go busy because <clears throat> you can Dude. see it on the site. And he'd be like, yeah, you just got off the phone. Who was that? And I was like, excuse me? That's yeah. like that dude. No. Oh, yes, our, our intern. All right. Uh, yeah, go, dude. So I'm like, all right, so my dad has like a PI firm. and um, Okay. And um, there was this one. Oh, this is getting hot already. This one guy. <laughs> no, no, just this, this, this. So this one guy. It's PI fetish. Paid, he would go to the strip club every night, and he was obsessed with this one stripper. Because mm -hmm. they, they kind of oh. do the same thing, only they have to be like right, like. They're actually touching physically. These guys. Yeah. yeah, physically, yeah. right? So That's like, scary. so like, this guy hires my father's firm to like spy on this stripper because he he, could, he just caught feelings, right? And he, yeah. he, but he claimed this is he he knew the loophole. This guy's slippery motherfucker. He knew that like if he got a PI firm, he could do it legally. So he, oh, absolutely. So That's he, so scary. So he pays my dad to just like. He's like bugging, like you know, like all kinds of things. Like I, I'm not gonna go right. into detail into it, but like, yeah, just just completely watching him, you know. And, and I had to one. He had he paid me to go into a strip club and just like watch the stripper and just report on 
all her dealings. Oh, my God. Will your dad adopt me, bro? <laughs> that is so creepy. That is so creepy. But that's why I have to be very, very careful of giving out personal information because yeah. you just don't know where somebody's mind will go. Oh. And, you know, and it, that's, that's kind of a scary thing. I've heard horror stories of men showing up at phone sex operators' houses um, oh, because wow. they, you know, had sort of, they thought that the Amazon wish list was, you know, anonymous and you couldn't see the address, but it turns out that Amazon had a glitch in the system and the guy was able to figure out where this person lives and then they'll fly six or seven hours to go and find the phone sex operator. Whoa. So it sounds like a game, find the phone sex operator. Wow. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and then they would Good. show up. They would show up at their, at their door and he'd be like, oh, I spent so much money on you. Like, oh, you need no. to be with me. And so it's like, it's... It's really, I, I mean, and this is very few people who do this, but it happens. And wow. So I've been very fortunate to have men sort of respect my boundaries. Yeah. But I've had a lot of men wanting, you know, wanting to meet in person. And wow. yeah, become involved. They kind of want to save me from the job. They'll be like, you know, you can do something else. I'll take care of you. And I'm like, yeah, right, you will. The knight in shining <laughs> armor. He's just... <laughs> Just got tinfoil. He's wrapped in tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, so so that's the deal. That's what it's about. You have a tinfoil fetish? So I kind of feel like I no, haven't no. even scraped the surface. Like, barely. <laughs> Where are you from, Sarah? Well, I was born in England, but I'm from South Africa, actually. So I grew up in Cape Town. And that's... Uh, I met my husband on a trip to L.A., He's American, and okay. we did long distance for a few years. I was living in Cape Town, and he was he was in the States, and it sort of had come to the point where we had to make a decision, like, were we going to break up, or were we going to come over? And he had a very solid job here. So it was, okay, well, I'm the one who's going to have to move, and I never thought marriage was on the cards for me. I was never the girl who planned her wedding, ever. Wow. And, yeah, so I was like, ah. To get married now, and I'm very happy, you know, in retrospect. But I am originally from. I, w I would say I'm South African. Okay. Even though I was, even though I was born in England, I still go back once a year. But it's like, yeah, from South Africa. Nice. What? Uh, yeah. When are you ever gonna stop being a phone sex operator? I don't think so. So no. I'm starting to become a doctor now, and the thing is. Well, I'm studying human sexuality, so I want to be a sexologist. And the thing with that is, everyone says to me, once you start your practice, you're not gonna, you're not gonna want to go back to that, right? They're all like, you know, they're very supportive. They're like, you know, that you can't do that again. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, no, I am gonna do that. I'm mm. always gonna do that. Okay. Because I really, I, I love my job, guys. It's so, I, I can't. I, I just have so much joy with it, and it's. Yeah, I think I would always say that because that's that's where my passion, you know, for sex started. Mm. And for men, I love men. I used to hate them. <laughs> Why did you hate men? Um, I don't know. You know, women have like a weird, I wouldn't say I, I, I used to hate them. But, you know, like when you're in your 20s, you're always like, oh, I got my heart broken yet again. And so yeah. it sort of like goes through the motions. And everyone starts, and I mean, I know a lot of female friends who just despise men. And I look at them and I'm like, you have no idea what you're missing out on. Like, men are so incredible when you get to speak to them anonymously and they actually share their insider tips with you, like what they're about. Yeah. I'm completely fascinated by them. Mm. So, yeah. 
So that's slim. what I'm going to do. I'm going to become a sexologist for men and fetishes. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> what has been your favorite episode so far of Muscle Love Fetish? You know, it's interesting because when I started out, my very first episode was a man in a rubber mask. It's a guy who does masking. And it was really cool because I actually had him in person with me. And he was trying on the mask for me. And it was just... But my interview style was kind of shitty, to be quite honest. It's really tough to be a good interviewer. And I would ask basic questions like, what is the fetish? How does it affect your relationships? But I never really got into the actual real fetish of it. Yeah. And as time has gone on, like, I wouldn't be able to really choose a favorite one. But as time has gone on, I have certainly refined my interview style. And by the way, you guys have to excuse my voice. It's so squeaky because it's overworked. I did so many audios this week. Um, I actually didn't even notice. I think your voice okay, sounds good. fine. Like, I sounds sound, fine I to me. I feel like I sound yeah. like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, I think the, the, the one that I did today broke us the clown because it was just so honest. And it was yeah. just him and I having fun and having a conversation. It didn't feel like an interview. Cool. Um, but then I had fembots on, I've had feminization, cuckolding, obviously the dominant, I really loved that one as well. I had a balloon fetish on, which was awesome as well. The what? And then this week, I've got girlfriend experience. The week after, I've got cougar. Um, I'm going to be speaking to a cougar who has a live-in slave, which is pretty cool. Wow. Right. And then for the week after that, that's why I wanted to get the Twitter poll going because I was like, I want to know what people are interested in. But I'm thinking it's going to be either giant case or amputees. I voted on it. I voted on amputees. Did you? I think it's cool. It's yeah. interesting, right? It's yes. so interesting. So, so yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be either one of those two. So you guys would just have to, you know, see what, what happens. Yeah. I'm going to have to see who comes forward because it's, it's kind of awkward to go to somebody with that fetish and be like, hey, you want to be on a show called Muffler Fetish? And yeah, I didn't think that the clown was going to, that Brokus was going to reply. And he was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it really just depends on the person. And I'm not so sure if I'll find a lot of MPT fetishes. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so awesome, by the way. I love the show. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Yeah. So that's Sarah, sort of. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. You're all very quiet. Did I shock you? No. No, not no. at all. I think it's really, really interesting because I was actually a bio pre-med major in college with a uh, dual major in psychology. Um, oh, so cool. all of the psychology behind it is definitely really, really interesting to me. Um, and relate interpersonal relationships are definitely uh, kind of what drew Absolutely. me to psychology in the first place. And uh, a fetish is definitely uh, kind of the most intimate interpersonal relationship I feel you could share with someone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also, you know, I often speak to them about how this affects their relationships. And I would say, you know, if I'm going to give a rough estimate here, about 80% of the people that I speak to have never spoken to their partners about what it is that turns them on. And that's really sad. It yes. is really sad. And that's what interests me so much is that you're kind of getting the information that no one else would be able to get from people. Exactly. Exactly, and it has helped my studies a lot as well. That's what I was going to say. This is kind of the perfect job for for it's what you're perfect. studying. <laughs> right, my lecturers are all like, oh my gosh, this is great. We're so happy that you're doing this because you're getting a complete, you know, untainted view of 
you know, opinion of what these people are going through. Like, they, because they're so open with me about it. There's no hiding. It's all, I mean, because it's anonymous. Yeah, even, um, like, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Even anonymous psychological, like, evaluations and stuff, people are always going to lie about themselves just because they know someone is looking at it regardless if they know it's a personal thing. But when they're right. calling you, they're not, they don't need to hide anything. They're calling you to get that part out of them. Exactly. I totally agree. And they've been very forthcoming for the most part. And it's interesting because I would say the people who have the strangest fetishes are actually the ones who are more open, more prone to talking about it, because they've had to play it out in their mind so many times by themselves that they just need to get it out. They're like, I need to talk about this, this you know, quicksand or or fembot fetish. I need I need someone to just listen to me and sort of relate to me in that sense. Whereas with like guys who call because you know they want to do a mutual masturbation session, it's not always. It's just like all right, well, yeah, that turns me on. But where these fetishes know exactly, they know exactly what they want. Yeah. And and it's just it's so interesting to work with them. And so you know that's what my practice would be one day. I'm hoping to start a TV show as well. Um, I'm hoping that Muscle Fetish would start doing really well and that I can go out and like spend a day in the life of someone with a balloon fetish and like actually partake in it as well to see what it's like. Do any of your callers so, let you use them in, in your show? Um, I've had two callers that I've used in my show and they're not from the site that I currently work on. So they've actually contacted me through my personal website. Okay. And I asked them, you know, that there was one technosexual fembot guy, and then the other one was my submissive. So, yeah. Um, so I would say some of them are prone to... They're open about it because we don't really say their names. A lot of them are worried about their voices being recognized. Yeah. And I mean, rightly so. Like, you don't want some colleague of yours to listen to you saying, oh, you like to fuck robots. Yeah. It's like, it's not, you know, there are certain things that you... <laughs> so I think it's... For the most part, they're pretty open about it. And I think if I ask any of them, they'd be keen. Um, yeah. Do, do you get, um, do your callers, are they like all walks of life or, you know, like yeah. lawyers, doctors? Oh, no, lawyers, Presidents. doctors. I've had people in politics. Wow. Um, really cool. And then I have, you know, I have a bus driver who calls me. I have like everything. I have one guy. This guy like blows my mind. He calls me from one of those sweetie stands, like a candy stand, um, in, in the airport, at the airport. Wow. And you can hear, like, the flights coming in. They'll announce the flights, and he goes, come for me. Come for me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't come in, like, 10 seconds, dude. Like, seriously. And you can, you can hear that somebody wants to buy candy. And they are, come, come. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Let me get that chocolate I borrow. Come, come. I, I just need that crunch bar. Oh $1.79, come. Come. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so it's just like, it's, it's insane. But really, all walks of life. You will yeah. not be, like, any person will call me, and I, I'm still I'm still waiting for a woman to call me. I had a guy who called me from a phone sex operator's account, and it was his girlfriend who was the phone sex operator. And he's like, she doesn't know I'm doing this. <laughs> I just wanted to say, and I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to kill me. She's, she's going to see my name on the transaction list. There's going to be, um, yeah, so, a list. Yeah. <laughs> you call another phone sex. <laughs> 
Sorry, guys. I keep interrupting you. No, not, not a problem. Yeah, but it's, it's a very competitive. It's actually a very competitive industry. I've been able to keep myself separate from that because it can be really catty. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's surprisingly catty. And I've just, I've been really good at distancing myself from that sort of thing. And you've got to be very clever. Like, you've really, I think people underestimate what context is. They think you just pick up the phone and you're a phone hoe. It's not like that. You need to know marketing. You need to know, you know, your target market, your mm. rate, what kind of person that will attract. Does the rate um, affect uh, the caller? Like, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So if you go on a lower rate, so right now I'm $1.99 a minute. And I quite prefer that because that's how I started out with my regulars. And I don't want to go up. Like each year, maybe I'll raise the rate a little bit. Yeah. Um, because I'm becoming more experienced. So, you know, you pay for, you you, you get what you pay for. I yeah. do believe that with phone six. And so you get some girls who do 90 cents a minute and they do really well. But I've noticed if I do 90 cents, I get like the guys who, like my first phone call when I was like terrified out of my mind. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, what do I say to this guy? And I answered the phone in like my sexiest voice. I was like, hi, it's Sarah. And he goes, oh. And he comes and he goes, that's cool, that's it. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, ah. And that was at like a 90. He was pre-gaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was pre-gaming. He just he needed to hear someone say their name. And that was it. <laughs> I was like, I must be really good at this job. Wow. Um, but yeah, so, so then when I did it on the 99, I, I just discovered a really great clientele. Yeah. Mostly successful men who are regular repeat callers. Like they'll call me once a week or whatever. And and then you get something called financial domination. So I just want to quickly tell you guys about this because this is one of the most interesting fetishes and I still know nothing about it. I love this fetish. Even though <laughs> this is my dream. Yeah, so, oh my God, it's so psychological. And I try, you know, I keep trying to figure it out. I even bought a book on neuro-linguistic programming right. in the hopes of like learning about like hypnosis and people. And But anyway, so... so this guy that I had who called me, this was my second day of working as a phone operator. I kept getting tributed. Like, I kept getting tips for, like, big ones, like $500. And I would be like, what the hell just happened? And I would see the money go up. And I'm like, okay, wait, hold on a second. I'm going to, you know, just message the guy. Now, my polite self, who was very vanilla, message him. You know, I say, hi, sir, I'm so sorry, but... I think you made a mistake. You accidentally put $500 into my account. Mm. And then he put another 500 in. And I went, no, no, no. You made a mistake. Now there's 1000 in my account. But like, obviously, I'm going, wow, this is pretty damn cool. So eventually, he replied and he said, do you want it or not? And I said, oh, my God, this is a fetish. Wow. I was like, this is cool. And so I said, and then I was very clever about it. I said, well... I want it, but I don't need it. And that, like, triggered something in his mind. He was like, ooh, she has a little bit of a dominant side. She obviously knows a little bit about the fetish. And, and then he, I said, why don't you call me so we can discuss this? And he was like, I would never call you at $1.99 a minute. I said, oh, do you want me to lower my rate? And he's like, no, I want you to up it to 20 a minute. So I did $20 a minute. Phone wow. Oh my god! So yeah, it's, it's very it's interesting. Just... I have a few of those callers, but but yeah, they're very few and far between, yeah. and they're also very meticulous. 
They know exactly what they want. Yeah. They're very intelligent guys. Yeah. I think wow. Vice made a documentary about that fetish too that I watched. And yes. It's, yeah, literally men just get turned on by women controlling their bank accounts. Wow. You know, and it's, but it is, and it's interesting because some of the women on the site will call themselves like, you know, your personal banker. Right. Yeah, they, they literally give their account information and are like, you give me the amount of money that you give me. Like, give me an allowance yeah. out of my own money and wow. you get the rest. That's crazy. Sarah, yeah, Sarah we have... like a sugar daddy, but, but <laughs> yeah. not really because you get young guys. I'm pretty sure the guy I was talking to was Tom Cruise and he's probably going to sue me for saying this, but I was like, I'm sure this is Tom Cruise. Like, Tom Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> That's all the Sarah. Tom see. Sarah, we... Apparently Jack Nicholson also calls this guy. Send me his contact sure. info. Like, it's fun. <laughs> so I'm still waiting for Jack's call. I, that would blowing my mind um but we, yeah so we gotta wrap this up say, sir i'm sorry i don't want to cut you off but the call's been great but we yeah, gotta go you're amazing all right thank you so much for having me guys thanks for I coming on amazing evening where can everybody find you well you can find me on my website sweetly and you can find me on twitter at sarah sweetly and that's sarah without an h okay. and then must love fetish on itunes and all over the web really Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, guys. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Take care. All right, right, guys. We're going on break. We'll be back. With with boners. (laughs) With boners. (laughs) Uh, You got music. I got like Pandora. Hey, Slambo. Yeah. Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager, and go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Guernica Editions. G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D... E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S dot com or Amazon dot com. That's a lot easier to find than Gurdishans. And order the Voyager and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby. I'm ordering that right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. And when I'm not avoiding strangers' eye contact on the subways of New York City, I'm listening to The Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim, we are back. Peter, are you there? Yep, how's it going, guys? Good. What's going on, man? Peter Ramal Leotis, right? Ramal Leotis, that was close. Cool, cool. Some I'm people trying. have butchered that name in the past, guys. It's been crazy. <laughs> I feel I've you, bro. Like, I've gotten like Ramalitis. I've gotten like Romeo Lola Lotus. It's like, where's the five L's? You know what I mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> In high school, you know, because you know how lovely people are in high school. Yeah. They used to joke around my name and call me Peter Romeo Eats Lettuce. Like, <laughs> really <laughs> nice. Super clever. How creative. <laughs> they got you good. Yeah, dude, they burned. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what, uh, you're you're uh, a publicist? So I do, I do. I do a lot of stuff. Um, I mean... Uh, I do a lot of like digital media marketing and social media and like the kind of like the sports and uh, entertainment world and I'm, yeah I do public uh, pu- publicity stuff and PR on the side as well cool. um, and I've uh, been doing that with athletes to start but then I've kind of 
shifted more towards uh, a lot of the actors and a lot of uh, actors that have web shows or TV shows have been kind of uh, uh, messaging me to kind of help them, you know, get on podcasts, get like uh, internet coverage and. Like for example, I did a bit of work with uh, Katie and Trish from My Roommates at Escort, who we had on your show. That yeah. was an awesome interview. Thank you, dude. Thank you. They were they were great. They were fun. Yeah, no, they were they that that show is uh, really taken off online. So yeah. it's uh, I think they have something special there. Hopefully, down the road, they could you know make that into uh, actual like, television show rather than just web series. Yeah. That's awesome. What is uh, what is the digital media? What does that entail? So yeah, um, my background is in like social media and communications. So I've all and I've always been because I'm from Canada, right? So hockey is kind of a thing down here. Yeah. Um. So I've always been um, into like sports and uh, hockey, and uh, I basically um, study communications at, at Carleton University in uh, Ottawa, which is the nation's capital of. Canada, basically, um, a lot of it's like making social media content and um, online content for like, um, like Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook for like various like social media um, companies, athletes as well, um, and uh, yeah, I've been doing that for a while now. Like Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, which is a big junior league in Canada, I've been doing their social media for four years. I've been working with a few. Um, athletes as well, and then um, doing my writing as well. I'm known as a writer, so I write for I write like for Sports Illustrated and a Chell section about kind of the digital media, social media thing. It's kind of my thing. It's kind of my background, so I do that as well. Cool, cool. What uh, what what's uh, what's one of your favorite uh, clients that you work for? Uh, I have a few. I mean, um, I I really liked working with. Uh, Trish and Katie, um, that was a lot of fun. Um, I've done a lot of work, like a lot of the stuff I've done in the hockey world has been a lot of, uh, has been pretty fun for me. Like the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, I've done a little bit of work as well with um, specific, like uh, with uh, like the CCHL here in Ottawa, and I've I've done a lot of writing as well, like. For the National Hockey League Players Association, but I I enjoy working with um, uh, like actors and so, uh, actors specifically, and I'm also working with a few wrestlers right now. Um, cool. JTG, who's actually you guys wrestling fans? Uh back in the day, not not in any reason. So like when I was a kid, like uh, I grew up I, in the '90s, so like I'm saying my twenties, even in my twenties, I liked yeah. it. Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm 26 now, so I've been watching it all my. I've been watching it since I was like five or six years old. My dad started me young. <laughs> I was never allowed to watch it growing up. Why? Even though it was fake violence, it was, it was... still too uh, realistic, I suppose. I mean, with me, it was the type of thing where it was just it was on in the background. Yeah. And I don't know what the conversations were between my mom and my dad, but. It wasn't getting turned off. <laughs> <laughs> my mom so had a heart attack when my dad had cops on. What's that? I, I, I think said, I, I, you know what, five or six, that's a little too intense. I'd say like <laughs> eight or nine, I yeah. started watching it. But it's still a young age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's what I've been doing. And one thing I've been doing, that's how I kind of got in contact with you guys, because that hashtag Potter Family is such a cool, amazing hashtag, it, it and it is. brings everyone together, is 
I do a podcast myself. I do pop turnitives. So yes. um, that takes up a lot of my time. You guys know that doing a podcast, even though we all have day jobs, you know, we put our passion and then everything into these things. And yeah. We want to do as much as we can with them. You know what I mean? A lot, I lot of my you friends. have a great show. Thanks, bro. So, Thank you. A lot of my friends say, they laugh. They're like, yeah, Rob just comes to work to plug his show. That's pretty much <laughs> all I talk about at work. Like, <laughs> Well, you got to be in. Like, I always say, man, you have to do it with passion or don't do it at all. If you're not into what you're doing and you're not in a situation where you don't want to talk about it every day, 24-7, like, I don't think you're doing it right. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to be all in with something, no? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. What do you do on your show, uh, Peter? Do you do a different topic every show? Or? So, yeah, pretty much. I mean, depending on... So, the thing, too, is, like, I'm not... Um, I my, my background is sports, but I've always been just, like, a pop culture guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought you guys had a... Uh, uh, like a like a horror movie or horror film guest on your show tonight. Uh, we had a, a horror illustrator tonight. Yeah, illustrator. Yeah. So yeah. Like, for example, like I'm I'm a huge horror movie fan. You know what I mean? Like ever growing up, I used to always be into that. I've always been like a pop culture guy. So my show, depending on who I get on, um, it's just like conversations about you know. Um, pop culture, okay. um, sports, social media based too. So I'll ask like athletes or I'll ask uh, actors about how they use social media because I have a background on that. So I just want to know, pick their brains a little, kind of get into the behind the scenes aspect. I kind of want, I mean, I've, I, so I've seen your show before and what I like about it is you kind of have those kind of behind the scenes conversations with a lot of the people you have on. Yeah. So you've had a few episodes where you've had the comedians on, right? Yeah. And they're kind of telling stories about like, their past experiences and like you can't really get those anywhere else but on the Robin Slim show you know what I mean yeah so See, like, I like that I don't I don't want to ask somebody to do their do don't you know I don't want to ask somebody to do their act I want to talk to them and find out why they're interesting or funny as a person like yeah I mean like in the sport like in, in the sports side of things like don't get me wrong but the episodes where people are like like analyzing breaking down sports and performances in the actual game they're fine, but there's so many of them. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. There's so many of them. So I wanted to make a platform that's like behind the scenes, what they won't get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So we've had, and I've been blessed, man, to have unbelievable guests on my show. You like, have. I mean, I've seen some of your guests, bro. You got some it's great been crazy. People. Like, I've had a couple guys who are on Trailer Park Boys um, come on my show. That's um, awesome. Yeah, do you guys watch that or know about that show? I've never gotten into it. My friend it, Jeremy wants me to watch it, but he right. said it's like it's a, it's a long series, right? Oh yeah, there's like eleven seasons. Yeah, or something and from like what that. he's explained, like everyone got me. It tickles my soul. Like it sounds really <laughs> funny, but I, they are they're they're great. I just don't have time, man. <laughs> it's there. There's so much content out there, I and mean, you know what? We're doing a di like I'm doing a disservice. Like everyone asks me, oh, PDP. Like, we want to do kind of what you do, you know what I mean? Like, what, how could we get started? And I feel like I'm dooming us all by saying start a podcast. We have to have a freaking podcast in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there's so much content out there. Yeah. And uh, it's tough to put it all in. I mean, I just had, um, I'm ta I taped a really cool episode with uh, Michael Price. He's, he's an executive producer and writer of The Simpsons. And yeah. he's one of the co-creators of F is for Family with Bill Burr. Yes. Season 2 comes out on Netflix yeah. on next Tuesday. So I oh. talked to him about that. He's like, it's ridiculous how much content. It's like, you, there's, it's impossible to keep up. 
and it's impossible to know about everything. Yeah. Even though we think we have access to everything with social media, you're yeah. going to miss a bunch of stuff easily. Yeah. Dude, there's stuff from, like, five years ago that, like, I'll message a friend, like, have you seen this? And they're like, no, like, it's cool that something's always new. One of my friends at work, like, uh, a few months ago asked me if I ever saw, who's that guy, Kai? The guy that, the hitchhiker. Oh, right, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And he just found this guy. I'm like, dude, this guy was huge yeah. news years ago, man. Like, yeah. yeah, like, it's crazy how people find stuff that just, it, they never came There's across. so much stuff out there. Yeah. I don't understand, like, I love discovering things on YouTube or like social media, like memes or gifts. And then like I show someone and they're like, Oh yeah, man, that's from like three, four years ago. And I'm like, I don't care. It's still freaking hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What, what is, get get off my back. You know what I mean? It's funny. Peter, what do you think the key to social social media is? Like I just kind of just blew up on there. I, I don't, don't even know how. Yeah, you guys have a, a pretty big following on there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I think it has to do with, I mean, like, why do you guys go to your favorite restaurant? Because the food's good, right? Yeah, right. I Same I agree. thing with social media, right? We're going to keep coming because the content's good. If the content's not good, like, people aren't going to show up, right? Yeah. So you got to kind of have, you got to kind of lure in the bait and have something in there that, um, gets them engaged, that makes them want to click on things, whether it's, you know, funny visuals, funny content in terms of, um, like, the certain um, language in a post or something that's really going to kind of capture um, um, their attention is, is really important. You know, visuals, huge Instagram. We live in a visual world and society now, so that's important. I think being consistent is good, too, and what I mean by that, guys, is, like, um, you know, uh, the type of content you post, having like a, a voice that's kind of consistent and remains the same. So, for example, on Popternative, we don't get as crazy and quirky as they do on, uh, on the, the Robin Slim show, even though I've had some pretty big laughs. I don't think we've ever <laughs> had some, some of the stuff that you guys talk about. <laughs> but but uh, um, it's like, for example, you also want your content that you post on social media to kind of reflect what you like, what kind of stuff you talk about on the show too, right? It's got to go hand in hand. Yeah. Just be yourself. Exactly. Be yourself and, you know, uh, have some fun. I think that's all what what it's all about right now. And I think people love coming on the show. I think people love talking about themselves. I know I do. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. I am a complete narcissist. Narcissist. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah something like that i don't know but you know, we just live in like we definitely live in like a visual and like audio world where people love to like have conversations people love to listen to conversations and people love to just like look at photos look at videos it's huge right now it's i huge. feel like too like nobody really has conversations like everybody's just texting like people want to hear a conversation, like you yeah. said. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the problem. Well, not a problem. My show is like my show is basically literally just like a one-on-one interview, right? Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of shows out there that have guests, but it's like half and half. Like the first like forty-five minutes is just them talking, and then they have their guests, like like our mutual friends in J- the Just in Time podcast, right? Yeah. Like they've been starting to have guests on their show, but like their first like forty-five minutes is like no guests, right? It's just them talking, and then they bring in a guest for the second half. My issue is, like, it's just uh, when I have, like, a one-on-one, it's just me and that person for the whole episode. So there's not as much, like, 
like casual like flow going on, like on your show. Yeah. Where, hey, where's the guy? Is the guy who does that Homer Simpson impression? You see there? No, he was uh, he was a uh, one-time live guest. He was uh, oh man, that Buddha. Was, oh, is Buddha. that a thing? Is that like his Homer Simpson impression? Like, is he known for that? Yeah, dude, he I does like so. he does all sorts of all yeah, sorts does of an amazing. Because I'm telling you, man, that's like that's spot on, eh? Uh, like, that's like that like that's unbelievable. His impression. Of Homer. <laughs> we we were cracking up because there was a part where we were talking to to I was it the um. The two girls. Katie and Trish. Yeah, we were Katie and Trish. Yeah, she said that sounds like Homer. Yeah, he's like, wait, I never heard that. <laughs> As he, he talked, he, he was actually hilarious on that man. Like, I, I honestly, great. if you ever have a chance to get him back on, oh, like, he's he great. was so funny. He was, he was awesome, man. Yeah, he said he's coming back soon. He, he messaged me a few he, weeks ago. He does an amazing. So, uh, so, I, I, so I just want to say, Buddha. It's like it's you. It's like Robin Slim, and you kind of have like co-hosts, co-guests come on. Is yeah, that it is? we do. What we always have uh, interns, and we got a new intern, Amanda, and we have live guests that come in. They sit in like a fourth mic type of thing. Like we always. <laughs> what we always what like happened that. to the intern that you were trying to make dead? <laughs> that we were what? <laughs> what? We were trying to kill him. <laughs> He left. I watched that whole episode with Katie and Trish, and this shit is a random part where you're trying to make your intern dance. Oh, the medicines. Oh, okay. yeah. bus, bus pills. That was slim. He wouldn't take the bus pills. I still have bus pills if anybody ever yeah, wants. I think, I think you were trying to offer no, them the slam just, There's just no, like, what was the name of your intern that you had when Katie and Trish was there? Slamborghini. The Slamborghini. Yeah, so there was a there was this random time where you just like I think it was Rob just goes like, "Hey man, Joe, let's start dancing." And he's like, "No, I don't want to dance." It's so <laughs> bad. I was just like, I just found it really funny. I don't even remember laugh. that. I don't either. I... <laughs> I love that I just brought up a moment that made me laugh, and you guys are like, "I don't know what the hell this guy." I don't. I don't remember. I can't remember guests. Rob will like we'll have guests multiple times. I'll see the name and I'm like, "Oh, have we talked to that person before?" I have no clue. I don't remember any of the conversation. Like, I'm good a good intern. I would have danced at my work, and I'll be like, "Man, remember that?" Like two years ago, he's like, PD Beats. I don't even freaking remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's me. Like, people are like, yeah, that's funny that you said that. I'm like, I don't even remember saying that, bro. That's scary. <laughs> I know. It's, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I have a pretty good memory, so it, it's something that uh, is important. And I use it, I actually use it as an asset on my show, too, though, because, like, yeah. it shows that I'm well, like, prepared. So I'll mention yeah. a show, like, so I have like Charles Baker come on my show, and he was Skinny Pete in Breaking Bad. Did you guys watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, I was a huge fan of Breaking Bad. He was Skinny yeah, Pete. Yeah, so he was Skinny Pete. That's awesome. He was one of Je uh, Jesse. He was one of the uh, Jesse's friends. Yeah, it was Skinny Pete and Beaver. I think was the other one. Yeah, Badger. Badger, Badger. That's what it was. Yeah. So um, it was funny because like I told you, like I'm a big horror movie guy, and I like a lot of, like the small like B like the Happy B rated yeah. horror movies that like not a lot of people know about, right? Yeah. And there's like a movie called Splinter, which if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you watch it because right. it's actually a really good movie. I don't know if you ever saw like Road Trip. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has the guy. It has great. El in it, the guy who is like the who like the smart, like the really smart guy that like ended up uh, uh, finding out uh, a way to uh, make marijuana. Like non-detectable, at the end, okay. like there's one of the guys that they were with. He's in it, 
So that's why, like, it's like a small little movie called Splinter, and then Skinny Pete's in it as well. And I mentioned it to him, and he's like, oh, my God, I had no idea people knew about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we had a DJ on once like that. Like, I, I forget. It was uh, Vince, what was his name? Uh, Vince Porter? With Steve the slap Porter? chop? Steve, Steve Porter. Porter. Yeah, yeah. DJ, I had DJ Steve Porter, and I liked one of his things with, um, oh, my God, who was it? Uh, Fred. Fred Willard. He made this little clip called Fred X, and for, like I, I mentioned it. He's like, "Yeah, nobody, nobody ever mentions that." Like, I just love that that little video he made. Okay, so Fred Willard hosted a show called like Obsessed. Have you ever seen that show? No, oh. but I love Fred. He did Willard. a show where he was documenting people that had like insane obsessions with oh, things. Amazing. So, like, one guy would be like, hi, my name's Chris. I'm obsessed with Pac-Man. And he's just like, like hi, I'm Chris. I'm, I'm obsessed with blueberry cereal. <laughs> Screw Dr. Dr. Chocula. Like, it was, like, it's actually insane. I think I know what show you're talking about. And there was also a girl who was obsessed with the Ninja Turtles. And she had, yeah. like, a mask and everything. And she did, she took, like, kung fu lessons. In her costume, in, in full mascot oh, gear. Oh, that is amazing. We need to interview her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she literally bought, like, the actual head from one of the movies. Yeah, and her parents and are like, why are you, like, $30,000 in debt? <laughs> it costed her, like, yeah. Pretty, it was, like, insane. And, but then there's, so, there's, like, one episode where it was, like, hi, my name's Mike. I'm obsessed with My Little Pony. The guy has, like, like 200... Like, 255 different, like, My Little Pony stuffed animals in his room or something. It's just, like, it's crazy. The, wow. most surprising, it's really the most surprising thing to me was that the Pac-Man guy had a wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. He oh, was Pac-Man guy. Like, someone actually cared about him. To, like, he was packing. The, be the best part is when they show him going to, like, the local pizzeria. And he sees the Pac-Man machine. He's like, Pac-Man! Yeah, and, and then, then he goes and he's like, I need a quarter. And he comes to the people. And he's like, can I have a quarter, please? And they're like, yeah, you're going to make sure our machine doesn't go for the wall this time. <laughs> and then they interview <laughs> those people got, and they're he like, well. And he got mad and he pushed it. Oh, man, that show is crazy. They're all on YouTube, by the way, oh, if you want to watch that's, what, that's, I think, where I saw them in the first place. I got to see these. Yeah. Obsessed is called with Fred Willard. <laughs> with Fred Willard. Yeah. And the guy was obsessed with, because, like, I'm from Canada. We don't have, like, like you guys have blueberry cereal, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't have in Canada, but that's the best episode where the guy is, like, because they don't make it a lot. So the guy's going store to store and has to drive, like, 30 miles just to get blueberry cereal. And he's going in certain aisles of the store. And he's trying to, like, take all the cow chocolates and hide them and put blueberry in front of them in the aisles. <laughs> That's amazing. We had a guy, uh, Jr., uh, a mutual friend of me and Rob, who, who we used to work with, uh, yeah. at, like in retail, who would just buy like fucking <laughs> cases of like the Count Chocula. <laughs> what did they have last? Yeah, last Halloween, I found they had Count Chocula cereal bars, dude. I was eating them by the box, like one sitting. And by the way, box. this person also had a wife. Just if you're wondering, <laughs> I, I have an ex-wife. <laughs> I don't have. I have an ex-wife. 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying, just like, yeah, yeah the Pac-Man one was insane. Like, it was just, he's just obsessed with Pac-Man. <laughs> and there's an E.T. one. But the, the E.T. one's kind of cool because he has, like, a whole E.T. room, and he charges, like, admission for tours. Oh, that's like, just okay, a scam. At like, least he's, he's doing something to support show. his habit. Totally right? I loved it, bro. <laughs> you're going to be obsessed with something, do something to make right. money off Does of it. May, yeah, bank on that. Peter... Now, yeah. He had like a, would you not go like he had a huge like ET room but like, that's the coolest thing. That is cool, Peter. We have to wrap and this up, dude. Speaking of ET, I have oh. to say this. Okay, this is an exclusive announcement. No one knows this. So, Robinson, you guys are the first to know this. Nice. But um, the you've seen ET, I hope, right? Or most of you, yeah. Seen that movie. Mm. So the girl who played the mom, D. Wallace. She's coming on my podcast as a guest, which is like a big deal. Cool, dude. Yeah, awesome, nice. Man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she was also like in a lot of like horror movies growing up too. Like she was in the original Hills Have Eyes. She was in a movie called The Howling. So it's going to be really cool to pick her brain about that. Because, man, dude. I don't know. That's like two things about me, not people that many many people know about. Like I'm a, I'm a huge like sports fan. But like two things people don't realize about me. One, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I mean, huge, like, insanely huge. And then I'm a huge horror movie fan. Nice. Like, those are my two things that kind of, like, if you go on my social media, you would probably not know that I was a fan of those things. <laughs> Peter, we have to wrap this up, dude. Thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, man, no problem. I had a blast. Thank you guys so much for having me. No problem, man. We're I'm going to gonna... go watch Totally... I'm going to go watch Totally Obsessed now. Follow <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> We're going to be able to find you, bro. Uh, yeah, you could uh, you can follow me on on my social media. Uh, it's at PD Beats, um, and uh, yeah, you could do that uh, on Instagram and uh, on Twitter as well. PD Beats. Um, you could uh, check out Popternative on uh, YouTube, YouTube.com/popternative, and then we're on SoundCloud and iTunes as well. Popternative, and uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Popternative. So yeah. Absolutely. If you guys want to get in touch, please do. And thank you guys so much for having me on. Like, continue what you're doing. You guys are pretty hilarious. So oh, thank you, it's man. an honor for you guys to have me on your show. Thanks, brother. Have a good one. You too, guys. All the best. Bye. Later, bro. I think sexy phone sex slim should sign this out. <laughs> sexy rapey. Whatever rapey phone sex slim. <laughs> so this is the first time that I'm uh, signing out um, a radio show. I've done radio before, but I just like I think, <laughs> you know, you probably should uh, should uh, take the dick out of your mouth, and watch us next week. We'll be uh, doing a bonus show. I thought this maybe. was our final. This may be our final, but I don't know no. because I never final anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can never finalize any of my paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week and super heroines beware. Uh, who's got heroin? <laughs> <laughs> who's got some black tar? <laughs> okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.